that would be kind of cool. Or or you have your stuff set up the way you want and you kill an enemy and you can take the plates out of his rig. Uh, it's like Call of Duty. Wait, <laughs> but that's also how it works. There's, but that's also like real life. Yeah, that's also how it works. I did a video with Brownells about the plates and we held up a bunch of them. They look like that. That's not a video like... And la, 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 it's Call of Duty, la, la, la. <laughs> Yeah, man, whatever. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. And I just had a bloody nose. Mm, unfortunately. Yeah, and that's all taken care of. All good to go. What's oh, up, man? How you man. doing? Dude, I mean, <laughs> I've been I've been playing Magic and mm. uh, just watching afar... From just afar, vibing. like yeah. the Michael Jackson gif, eating the popcorn. Yeah. Seeing what's going on in Tarkov land. Boy, hasn't this entire wipe just been... Sorry, that's my AC beeping. Hasn't this entire wipe just been like the most whiplash? The highest highs and the lowest lows of all Emotional time. Roller coaster. Of all time. Like, streets releasing uh, when your video ended up in that patch and this podcast... That we're about to break down are three of some of the biggest deals in Tarkov's history as far as positive things, like positive changes. And then like <laughs> the the goat and that whole controversy, how bad the audio and performance was the weeks after launch, the invisibility bug. Like, like dude, it's been the it's been whiplash, dude. Emotional whiplash. It's been insane. And I feel like Someone just said in chat net negative. Net. I was trying to think, and it yeah. was like, I kind of feel like that's true in that, like, all of the positive is like potential. Yeah, 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 for sure. I would say uh, as it stands right now, it's probably a net negative. You know, the the copium, the hope is that a year from now we reflect and go, it's it would end up being net positive. But yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Um, did you did you catch wind of 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 Axel's stream a I don't, little bit ago? I don't really know anything about that other than somebody in chat mentioned something, and uh, I pulled up Axel's tweet. I think. Um, so all I know is like Axel tweeted something to the effect of "I exposed a cheater, and they're threatening to sue me." I don't, if there's more context than that, I don't well, know. What so it he is. was he was on stream earlier today showing some of the clips. Now I tweeted out. <laughs> of a specific um, streamer the, that he thought was cheating? Yeah. Like, that's what he was doing? Okay. Um, I, And I tweeted out earlier in the week, um, which which maybe we can talk a little bit about uh, mm -hmm. before we get into the podcast stuff. But uh, I basically said, I'm seeking honest, level-headed feedback. Yeah. Hypothetical scenario where I was very confident a fellow partner Tarkov streamer was cheating. Would a fair and honest analysis of their gameplay, with all reasonable caveats and disclaimers, be irresponsible? I'm genuinely torn. And yep. uh, got, wow, that, that tweet got 300,000 impressions. Engagement. Yeah. Um, and I said, additional consideration that's relevant. Imagine they've previously competed in money events yeah. or could do so again in the future, because I think that's... You know, people are like, who cares, man? It's a video game. Well, actually, I mean, it's it's some people's livelihoods. For sure, for sure. And money's involved, and uh, it's not like, to say it's a video game, and that's it. Yeah. You know, um, 
Now, I ultimately got talked out of it. Not talked out of it, because I, I I wasn't really necessarily yeah. considering. You got what you wanted, was which like, was like level-headed responses that made you think a different way. And you were like, you know what? My decision is this. Like, I'll, I'll not do it. Yeah, and out of all of the responses I got, there was 320 responses. I would say 97% of them were like, yeah, man, fucking do it. Yeah. And then the and then it was the noteworthy ones were um three of my most like respected internet friends. Yeah. One of my one of my buddies who is like my contact at YouTube, actually, yeah. that we've met with and yeah, talked yeah. to before. Um and Munition yep. and Markstrom. And they were all like basically saying no, the negatives outweigh whatever benefit you're going to get yeah um it's just like not worth it and yeah they they had they had good takes um yeah. and, and i would tended to agree with them um now over the last couple of weeks i've been having a few different people sending me a few different links to clips yeah because anytime you open that can people. of worms people go well i know a streamer who's cheating and i'm sure they send you a bunch of dms yeah and um yeah i'll say that like what i will say is is if i was if i was somebody who ran like tarkov tournaments i would probably be like putting that on pause or or something for some time be, if knowing what i know yeah because it's been like like three for three of the last people that i've looked into that i've been like oh yeah i know i'm fairly certain that they're cheating yeah. um and now it's it's one of those things that people like nobody is actually ever going to understand yeah why i think that yeah unless i go and Unless I go and do the thing, unless yeah. I make a video where I break everything yeah. down, the nuances um, of you understand what desync looks like, you understand that the Tarkovness of it all, and yet, you know what I mean, like the, the all the nuance that that you know, is hard to explain. Yeah, historically, when people think other people are cheating, I would say the most common ways are <laughs> when people think a, when people think a, like someone else they they fought is cheating, it has to do with in-game stuff, whether yeah. it's their how fast they re reacted, you know, yeah. all, whether they could have heard them or what all throw all that stuff out the window. Yeah. That stuff to me only gets you like 80% yeah. of the way there. Yeah. Um, which is to, to me, not yeah. remotely and never gets you close enough to call somebody out. You know, no, yeah. it would get 80%, you know, 75 plus percent is enough to hit the report suspicious For sure. button. Um, For sure. Absolutely. But the, And then the other one is when people watch streamers and they see the streamers are always looking over to the side as if, you know, yeah, streamers yeah. don't have multiple monitors or whatever. Yeah. And that's like proof, right? Um, now there's there's some validity that can be said about like sometimes the chat's on the left and they're looking to the right. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, like, but it's never the people that anybody says. It's not Landmark. It's exactly, not, yeah. It's not Willers. You know, it's, just, it's like none of those people. Um, but like, you know, I had that interview with the 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 yeah. on stream I didn't post a video of it but I the, the streamer who was a small streamer um yeah. that ended up like summit reaction video yeah, that yeah. Got, you know a ton of views or whatever but 
that was one of the cases where I'm like, I'm 98% sure based on me watching their gameplay from their perspective on their stream. Yeah. And so in those situations previously, I've been three for three in terms of being 98% sure and then having them admit it to me privately. Yeah. Um, and then now I have another two or three that are, are in also that in same that same realm boat. of like, I'm as yeah. positive as I can be. One of them is, is not, it's, it's not like a noteworthy person that you, that most people have ever heard of, although they have five digit followers and they're partnered. Um, yeah, that's one that I am fairly certain of. And then there's another one that the one Axel was referring to that has like 800 followers or something. Um, not not an incredibly noteworthy person but yeah both of these people are have been involved in competitions yeah um where there's money involved and prizes and you know now whether they cheated yeah. in the competitions or not is a different story i have yeah. no idea yeah but um but like the kinds of things i'm talking about are <laughs> and i don't know have you seen i might have sent you one or two clips yeah um the one that uh, the one that Axel is going to be talking about, um, I, I I won't even say the name because I can't pronounce it. It's like a, I'm not even going to say. But you ever shoot the 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 revolver that has the scope mount? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't even know which one that the is. RSH, yeah. So if you put like a vortex on that, yeah, and you aim down sights and you shoot it, how would you describe the recoil? Oh, it's huge. It's a t there's a ton of recoil. Okay. Now, what about if you have um, like a, a vortex scope on a G28? Yeah. How would you describe the recoil? I mean, less. Yeah. Much, much but less. But still it's, like yeah, recoil. There's still, yeah, on, on all the DMRs and stuff like that, there's absolutely still recoil. The, the RSH is insane, but the G28s and everything like the... What was I using? The 308 MDR even feels like I don't even want to use it anymore. It feels like there's too yeah. much recoil on semi-auto mode. It's just like crazy. Um, so <laughs> in a bunch of clips, you can see, and you can see there's differences between different days and even different raids on the same VOD. Now, also let me caveat that, that almost all of the VODs that, that we've been looking at, they've been deleted. Yeah. Okay, that's... That's not suspicious yeah, or anything, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, if, if someone thought I was cheating, I would be like, go through all my shit. Yeah, let's pull them up together. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. By all means, go ahead and analyze it. I'd be happy for you to accuse me of cheating because I'll make a video and I'll eviscerate whatever you have to say because it's just going to be wrong. Yep, yep. Um, now, what you see in some of those clips, there's one of them that's like on interchange where he's scoped in, like... um. I don't remember if he was double or single scoped in with the vortex <coughs> on the fucking RSH. And it's like he shoots it and all you see is the scope go down as he goes to like reload. It's like bang. But then there's another clip of him doing the same thing on interchange and he shoots it and it's like you see the ceiling. The, the, you see the top of the fucking scope, right? Because yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Um, and then there's another one with the uh, G28, which yeah. is like the big DMR, right? Yeah. Um, on labs where he's actually like strafing and someone's shooting at him. And it's actually even hard to tell. I didn't realize he shot like three bullets, mm. but the gun just didn't move. 
So he's basically using no recoil Which is sheets. insane, yeah. Um, another one was using the MP7. Now, the MP7 doesn't have a ton of recoil. Yeah. But it also doesn't have no recoil. For sure. For sure. This was like, no movement. Not like an initial yeah, jump yeah. and then he controlled it. It was just it didn't move. Because <laughs> um, I use the MP7 enough to know the recoil impulse of that, and it absolutely yeah. jumps in the first few shots, even with subsonic. Yep. <laughs> and, and not to mention, it's got all of the other things you put together in the fact yeah. that, like, when you see someone who's high level, they have a ton of money, somehow they're always getting out of, of raids yeah. with a shit ton of juicy loot, and then you watch them, and it looks like they're pl like it looks like my gameplay when I was 12 yeah. playing Halo on my Xbox. Yeah. It's just the most awkward movement, yeah. the most awkward, and he just always knows exactly where people are, <laughs> lines up yeah. the things. Consistency is huge. That's what when we were talking about the guy that was cheating on me and Valiant, he had the GL. It was like he couldn't kill a scav to save his life, but he always pre-fired the GL rounds exactly where PMCs were. You know what I mean? It's like it, the consistency is insane. Um, apparently that guy ended up getting banned, which is dope. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's it's crazy. I feel like we're at that point where like Tarkov is a big enough game that in that realm, in that like small content creator space of people trying to break out and make a name for themselves and be really, really good. You know what I mean? It's like, unfortunately, there's some bad apples in there. That's yeah, and crazy, I mean, you look, at, you look at someone like Landmark, like he blew up because he was nuts <laughs> of how good he was. Yeah. And, and the th here's the thing, like there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's a lot of right place, right time and different opportunities. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. He, you know, there, there are a lot of people that, um, you know, that are just as good, if not better than landmark that haven't blown up because yeah. they didn't have the right place, right time, you know? Yeah. Um, so I forgot what I was going to say, but, um, but yeah, man, it's like that's rough. But but what you watch it and you can see, yeah. The, and the reason why it's not a hundred percent is because there's the two percent about the the two percent in cases like that are there's some Tarkov fuckery going on. Either they have yeah. an intentional exploit, like oh you know if you pull out your gun and then you hit shift and then you hit tab and then you whatever, yeah. Well then all of a sudden you have no recoil. Like it's a possibility yeah. that is it's an just similar to the yeah um the the thing where you could free look while you're aimed and it would like keep yeah, your FOV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to that, right? It could be something and, like that. And there is an exploit in the game right now where you can like, uh, you can adjust your key. I actually don't know how to do it, but you can adjust your key binds in a way where you can do the old school pre-inertia peaks, the jiggles, the really, really quick ones. Like that, yeah, yeah. that, you know, that that's the kind of stuff that falls under the, maybe there's some shenanigans that like that's broken. Like something is broken here. Maybe it's something some sort of exploit of the game, or maybe the guy's cheating, but yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... <sighs> yeah, I mean, ultimately, I decided I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make anything. I'm not gonna do any content here. Um, yeah. Because the 2% chance yeah. that there's some alternate explanation, even though I'm as yeah, for confident sure. as I reasonably could be, yeah, um, Yeah, it's just not worth it's just not worth the potential <laughs> risk. Um, so we'll, we'll, I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll right? see what happens like with Axels. Yeah, he said he's dropping a vid tomorrow. Yeah, I mean the guys the guys said a bunch of stuff. Um, he has no fucking leg to stand on. 
Um, yeah, what? <laughs> like, I bet that was be- the best message Axel ever got. You know what I mean? Because he gets to like, not in a bad way, in a good way, farm that clout of like, this guy's gonna sue me. Like, of course he's not gonna have a, a leg to stand on there. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we'll see. Something to like. The sad part is that you know all the people that talk me out of it are like, you're gonna ruin your reputation because you have a chance of being wrong. And it's like, all right, I'm not gonna do it. And then someone else is going to do it and they're going to blow up and they're not going to ruin their reputation. And it's going to be like, nice guys finish last, man. <laughs> Always. There's yeah. so many cases where I could just fucking do the thing that yeah. is a little risky. Yeah. But, you know. <sighs> I'll definitely be interested. I'll definitely be interested to see what his video is. But yeah. Yeah, man. Well, I don't know. I just freaking. <sighs> We died. Um, I I did. I had such a wholesome moment, dude. I was on streets. I like. I was playing solo. This dude rolled up to me. We like held the same angle at the same exact time, and he like joked over wife. He was like, "Oh, we had the same idea," and I was like, "Yeah." And so we ended up being friends. We went like we we teamed up. We played the rest of the raid. We looted up a bunch of stuff, and then at the end, he was like, <laughs> he was like, "You wanna like you wanna like link up? Like you wanna do another raid?" I was like, "Dude, let's do it." So like he sent me he friend request and then he sent me his discord handle and i sent him mine jesse kazam and he was like no shot no shot like it was this sick and so i pulled him into a discord call and we ran another raid it was like this such awesome like wholesome moment and we run and we're running into streets he's like yo someone's running into check 15 the building so we run in and this mofo completely naked dude t-posing starts calling out our kits and our names and kills us both with m61 and we were like god dang it bro <laughs> like it just ruined this such like awesome wholesome interaction multi-rage streak that we were on and then it was just like oh dude it was it was it sucked so yeah i don't know dude one of the messages i got after my tweet i i tried okay i tried um where the fuck is it? I, I got so many messages. Oh my god, it's like literally buried. <laughs> um, the dude was like, "Yo, I've been cheating for like X amount of time. If you want to tell me who they are, I can like shadow them and blah blah blah." And I was like, Bruh. "Yeah, okay. What's your what's your in game name?" <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yes. And and but he didn't. He damn for I was like, I had to try. You dude. have had to, to bro. You have to. They're stupid like, oh, yeah, enough shit, to cheat. What's your name, man? What's your name? I couldn't get there, dude. That's right, bro. People are so stupid. Yeah. Well, that'll be interesting to see <coughs> what happens there. Um. In other Tarkov news, we got this dev cast. What do you know? Have you seen it? Have you just been hearing things from chat? We're going to go over everything, obviously. Okay. Just to like walk it all through the podcast, but you've watched it. Okay. That was interesting. Yep. Um, I definitely felt like, you know what I mean? So, so I think a lot of people are go go figure misunderstanding my opinion, LOL. You know what I mean? Um, But like, I'm not saying everything they said is going to happen. And I'm not saying everything they said is going to happen in the time frame they said it was going to happen in. But my take on that podcast was it was the best podcast we've ever received because it felt like it was a, a different level of transparency from them. Like uh, every other time, as far as I can remember, any other time we've, anyone's ever brought up like desync, the response has been, yeah, we know we're working on it. That's it. Yeah. Th- that's the extent of it. 
So for them to spend a literal hour of the podcast specifically talking about the back-end technical things they're doing to make these changes to the things that are actually plaguing the game, does that mean I think blatantly trust them that it's going to be perfect and it's going to happen in the time frame? No. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like that type of copium. It's like, can we at least acknowledge and appreciate a step in the right direction that like, it's one of those things where I just like hate it. Talking about L's is super fun, but like intentionally not addressing W's just because there's another hot take L to take. That's when I start to get frustrated because it's like if they had done this podcast and not talked about this stuff, we would all, you and me including, been like, these podcasts are fun, but it's stupid because they never talk about the things that are actually important to the game. So if they spend an hour talking about the things that are actually important to the game and I say, that's good, I'm not some dick riding copium addict. I'm like... This is like what we've said we've wanted for years. Like, you know what I mean? That doesn't mean that I, I think it's just they're going to, Nikita's going to be able to snap his fingers and it's going to be perfect, but at least they're freaking talking about it. You know what I mean? At least we're pointed in the right direction. We'll see if we can land the plane, but we're pointed at the right airport. In my opinion, that was my take on the thing as a whole. Yeah. I mean, like, I think there's, there's a number of ways, <clears throat> a number of ways you can take it and respond to it. Like, you can either be like, yeah, never going to happen. Yeah. Or you can say, oh, my God, they're going to fix everything. It's the greatest yeah. thing ever. Where I'm at is, and I think you're, like, pretty on the optimistic side of, like, in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm on, like, the middle yeah. of the you middle. where just a little where bit the opposite like, way, yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. What they said is a good thing. I'll be excited and happy For when sure. they do it. For sure. It's, sure. it's the way I am with vacations, dude. I don't know if something happened when I was a kid where like a Disney vacation got canceled, but I'm it's not like excited. I'm not excited until I'm stepping into until they let me into fucking Disney. Yeah. And I walk through the gate and it's like now it has begun because at any point there might be a fucking chemical bomb. The yeah, plane might yeah. not take <laughs> off. I might get, you know, bronchitis, yeah. like anything. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. want to get excited for the thing unless it's here. For sure. Um, I get that. I get that. And that's the thing is like those people that have come to my chat, I res- I'm like, I totally get it. I totally respect it. Like you're absolutely right. I'm middle and I lean optimistic because I- I've just always been that way. Always, always, always. Uh, I'm something's like broken in my brain in a good way that like, I like I'm just like, okay, if like I-, I will, like I'm the opposite. I will get super hyped for something as a kid, super, super hyped for something. And it'll be like, oh man, like, I'm sorry, this came up, we can't do it. I'm like, okay. Even though I was like, like, I just like, whatever. I don't care. Like, it's just like, if it's something that's out of my control mm. and it and it's done, like, it, dude, it's always how I've been with like huge major life events that I was super excited for that it's like, oh, we couldn't get that house. It's like, okay. it takes me like five minutes to get over it and then I'm done. Like, so I've always leaned more into the optimism of just like, this could be great. You know what I mean? So like, but when people come in and they're like, Oh yeah. I mean, it was like, yeah, it was good that they talked about this stuff, but I'll believe it when I see it. I'm like, hell yeah, that's fine. Like, I totally get that. I totally get that. You know what I mean? But when exactly it's, it's either side, it's the, it's the extremes when people come in and they're like, dude, yeah, just like freaking the game's been developed for 10 years, man. And they've said they were going to fix stuff forever. It's not going to happen. I was like, dude, this is, this is exactly what we've said we've wanted for multiple, multiple years. You know what I mean? Like for them to do, for them to at least talk about this kind of stuff. It's just have, I don't know. I don't know how to word it. It's just like, if you're going to criticize something, then you have to be prepared 
for that criticism to be resolved. So when so if somebody criticizes BSG doesn't ever fix things, if that's their main criticism and then BSG talks about fixing things, I can understand how that person isn't impressed by that because like what you're talking about might be. But the criticism from so many for so long has been specifically they never talk about the things that are important to the game. Yeah. So that if you're that person and then you're criticizing the podcast where they spent two hours talking about the actual important things. That's where I'm like, you're dumb. If you've never criticized that, if you're just like, I've never cared what they said on a podcast. I just want them to fix the game. And you're like, yeah, all this is big talk. I can understand that. But it's just, it's the, it the feels like it's the moving goalposts to me. You know what I mean? It's like, all I'm not trying to say it's going to be perfect. All I've been like, you know, I feel like I, I, I feel like I have to defend a small thing so much that it becomes a big thing because the small thing is getting attacked. And it's like, I was never, all I ever said was like, dude, that was a good podcast. Like, I'm glad they're talking about stuff. People are like, what about this? What about this? And I'm like, well, this, well, this, well, this. And then somebody comes in and they're like, Jesse, why is it such a big deal? This. And I'm like, it's not a big deal. That was the point from the beginning. It was just, my opinion was attacked so many times. Now I'm heated and it seems like a big deal, but it wasn't. All I was saying was that like, I'm glad they're talking about this stuff. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's so weird. I mean, the, the, the way that like, <laughs> you have to look at it the way that everybody needs to look at it is like if you see the any negative yeah if you see the negatives in like what they said in the podcast it's almost like the people see the podcast and if they were here they're here now yeah and it's like so you're saying that if they didn't have the podcast and they didn't say any of those things that would have been better yeah you know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't know. I just I just yeah. don't buy it. And like, and and this yeah, the, I mean somebody commented like BSG has earned the negativity honestly. Like that's just uh, that's just such a fundamental difference on how I view the world. Like people just like they've earned the skepticism and the earned, pessimism but not the negativity. Exactly. Exactly. It's like and that might seem like semantics to you but like to me I just like I look at the world that if there's something wrong, I want it to be better. And I feel like we're losing that completely. Like there's no, like, I feel like the genuine desire from people is just to call out bad behavior, not to rectify it. And maybe it's because I'm a father that I think differently where it's like when my son does something bad, I'm not elated to be like, you suck. Oh, you are the worst. I hate you. What I desire is for that behavior to change in a positive way. And it feels like that's where we are culturally in a lot of ways where it's like, people are just like, oh, you've added to the negativity bank. I get to spend this negativity money I earned anywhere I want. And BSG could like literally fix the net code, deposit 10 billion rubles. And it's like, well, I've got all this extra negativity and you earned it. And I don't, I don't see the world that way where I was like, call me a BSG shill in the comments, please. I spent the last eight episodes, two hours of the podcast like reaming BSG for all the stuff they did wrong, but I want the game to be better. So when they do something that's better, I'm not like, I get to spend some negativity dollars. I'm like, sweet. And so it's just such a weirdly fundamental, they're just, they're just bank it up just so they can live in their negativity money. And I'm just like, I don't under, like, I just don't get it. That's not how I view the world. I want things to be better. So if things get better, I can acknowledge that they were bad and that these people were stupid or ignorant 
for it being bad. I'm not saying BSG is stupid or ignorant, but in, I can acknowledge that the bad thing came from a bad place, but it's better now. And I just yeah, like, yeah. man, I just, I, it, that comment, I'm not trying to dog you, whoever said that, but that just, I feel like that embodies it. Well, they earned it. I've got some extra. And it's like, yeah, they've definitely earned skepticism and pessimism and, and, but just, they haven't earned hate. Nobody's earned just like vitriolic hate for no reason. I don't know. Dude, we got to, um, maybe, maybe after the Tarkov stuff, cause I have an, a, a, a content related idea that I wanted to actually, uh, collab. <laughs> potential collab on the, yeah. first, the first episode of, of what something I'm thinking about that has to do with what you said the whole people want to call out like the doing something bad versus rectifying yeah, yeah, yeah. like so so I'm going to try to I, I marked it down okay. on the sheet in case right. we'll we'll maybe remember um, but um, <laughs> honestly throughout the whole podcast there was one thing and, and, and I'm sure we, we still will go through a yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah. stuff there was really only one thing that I kind of like rolled my eyes at and it was the whole what they focused on for a while, which is we're going to get get the performance up to yeah. 60 players on a server. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't, like, focusing on streets. Like, it sounds like he wants to increase the players on, like, so all I have over some, the place. I have some thoughts about that. Baseless speculation, very much so. Okay. But I but I have some thoughts. Open, are you going to say open world? Open world. No, but, no, but, yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? We'll, 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 get, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm interested. So we can we can kind of go through it. Some of this stuff will fly by because it's like stuff we've heard a million times. So some of it's very interesting. So like they started the, the podcast off with that teaser, the like trailer for like dynamic loot. They never oh, yeah, that was the only other thing that was kind of like eh. it was super weird. I don't know if it was them kind of like subtly jabbing YouTubers and the sensationalization of every little bit of information that we're going to make some crazy video about it, which I did. So if they did, I guess they're laughing at me. Um, so, or if it was just like a funny, to the bank. Yeah. Or if it was just like a, yeah, a funny joke, you know what I mean? I don't know. It was interesting. Uh, or if it was, or if it was actually trying to show the like relationship between like, they might post a tweet or post a video about an event. And then we all go into the game excited for the event. And the event is dynamic. Like maybe that I, dude, I don't know, but it was this concept of like taking dynamic loot to a whole nother level where at the actual containers that loot are in also move throughout the map um i don't i don't have strong opinions either way i would love the looting in this game to be much less static of just like complete autopilot blare music look here 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 extract here 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 extract here so you know what i mean does that mean i necessarily think like the containers need to move around i don't know but so i i don't really have it, a neutral on it it depends on how it's implemented yeah because if like what they showed us was the box on top of the awning on yeah. customs dorms is no longer there now it if what they showed us is if what that means is a lot of the containers that we've seen before might not be there what the only thing i can take away from that is there might just be less loot yeah and if that's the case that would be less the features fun. fucking stupid. Yeah, that would be less like, I, I fun. Just, yeah, I just don't like because there's already already so much RNG on like I'm looking for this item or I need this item for a quest. So I'm you know I'm looting stashes or I'm looting stuff. And it's like if it's just I already have a bunch of RNG to find an item, and now there's just less containers to proc the RNG. Then yeah, it's now like, it's it's the only farming that you could do. Now they've removed that, and we yeah. talked about how I feel about like farming and exactly. How I, you know, um. 
yes, there's a world in which yeah. there's more loot in the existing containers that they keep. There's yeah. a world in which now they they add three times as many containers and they move all over the place. Yeah. I, who knows? Or but, there's a world when which, I saw that. Yeah, all I was thinking was like, if now the just the bo- <laughs> some of the boxes aren't there, it's that's fucking if terrible. If it's just less loot, that would be one of the most tone deaf changes of all time. Yeah. But yeah, but we don't know, and so like it was obviously intentionally vague. Uh, and so I'm not going to, you know, judge the feature. I definitely agree though. If, if the, if the feature is sometimes there's less loot, that's a bad feature. If the feature is anything else, if it's sometimes there's less loot here, but there's more loot here, or sometimes the, like the loot container, like maybe it just moved, it's in a different room. It's there still, but it's just different. So, you know, you have to open up more doors and search, spend more time in raid, maybe more organic PVP happens. You know, there's a lot, but yeah, I definitely agree that it was like, it was, it was vague. It was initially left vague. Um, they talked, uh, they talked about this like boom, boom, boom several times through the, um, through the podcast. So I just kind of clumped it up together, but they mentioned several times that the focus of the dev team is sound optimization and networking. They, they hit on that a lot. Sound optimization, networking, uh, multiple times. He said, we have so many people working on sound optimization and networking. So that is huge because everything we have said forever has been no matter what features come to the game no matter open world no matter 100 player servers no matter if the game is balanced if the weapons are balanced if the recoil works at the end of the day if you can't trust what you can hear and you can't trust what you can see it's not fun (laughs) you know what i mean like you can balance the game perfectly but if you can't trust what you can hear and you can't trust what you can see so sound optimizations and networking he didn't touch on a lot but he did touch a little bit on like anti-cheat and he was talking about how like there was new battle line modules and new stuff and then he said i don't remember exactly where he said this if he was talking about unity 2021 if he was talking about the technical update if he was talking about when they rewrote the code but he said something to the effect of we're it's going to be a nightmare for the cheat developers to make the cheats after we make this change like he was like pointing to this specific change (laughs) That's interesting. You know what I, I mean? mean? Like, that could just be the the Windows. Uh, well, never. It mind. could be the Windows know. thing, or or just like we've talked before about like how a lot of the cheats in Tarkov come in the form of like what information is on the server, what information is on the client. Like, I definitely don't know a lot about that, but we talked with Goat about that, and you and me have talked about that. We and you talked with other people about how like. There's there's so much more information being sent back and forth than's necessary. Then there's a, that there's a lot of places that they can kind of inject their shenanigans, and so maybe they're just like as a part of this, they're just making it more server authoritative or closing a lot of those loopholes. Uh, maybe- there's also a chance in which the dynamic loot, maybe they refactored some of the code, and maybe now the containers yes. will not have the items until you open them. Stuff like request- that. That, that we've because, wanted for a long right time. Now, yeah. Right now, one of the biggest problems with the cheats is that all the clients know where every other player is. They have all the, like, relevant fucking character information about what they're yeah. carrying. Uh, even some of their, like, profile, yeah. you know, um, stats. But then also they know where all of the loot is. Yeah. All the loot is and, predetermined. Yeah. So, and one of the things we talked about is, is if more of the loot were, were was in containers yeah. rather than just out all over the place. And if the containers... Because you already have to search anyway. Yeah. You know, so if they made it... So, so there's they, time for the server to then roll the dice and then put something yeah. in there. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. not even necessarily roll the dice. It can the server can generate all of that stuff. Oh, but just all, not all at the beginning. Oh, just not give it to the people until they request. Hey, this user is opening container uh, X. Okay, okay, okay. That's super interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, so yeah, stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Once again, I'm not putting like I'm I'm not putting. Um. I'm not putting a whole, a whole bunch of stock in like. Nikita said there's a big anti-cheat thing and there won't be any cheaters after that. I'm definitely, this is, de this definitely falls in the realm of exactly what we've talked about as well, where it's like everybody hates cheaters, but the only thing people love to hate more than cheaters is BSG's ineptitude at dealing with cheaters. So much so that they would rather BSG not deal with cheaters so that they could continue to rag on BSG. Anytime they talk about like, and I get it. Once again, I'm not saying that when BSG says they're working on the anti-cheat, you should say, ah, they're finally fixing it. But I'm just saying it's like, don't go so far into the realm of like <laughs> preferring that they don't just so you can hate on them. LOL. Um, they talked about uh, Unity 2021 being a big thing that they're uh, a big thing. And he said that Unity 2021, obviously we've heard this before, we've heard this with every engine upgrade, that Unity 2021 is going to be able to allow them to do a lot of optimizations, resolve some memory leak stuff, do new graphics, new lighting, uh, which it's not that I don't believe. I definitely believe that those tools will be at their disposal. And, you know, we've talked before about how like Unity 2021 is the Unity version that's, I think it's the most recent, like I think the most recent Unity 2021 or Unity engine is 2021 dot something. Like, I don't know if they're going to that build, but, um, and it has long-term support. So, uh, that's exciting. And hopefully they can do some things with that. <clears throat> but at this point they hadn't really talked about like specific things. And that was when they started talking about the, like, um, specifically talking about some huge technical updates to the game uh so they talked about that they're basically completely redoing the network infrastructure and there's like almost like a new net code which is supposed to he talked about reducing desync increasing positional accuracy and hit reg and all sorts of stuff so it's hard because i don't know anything about any of this i don't know any of the technical jargon i don't know so it's like hard to know you know how much faith to put in it but once again the netcode and the desync has been the bane of this game's existence forever, and it's only gotten worse. Um, yep. So that was interesting. I don't know what he means by like, I, I don't have his verbatim words, but I'm just interested as what they mean is like new netcode. If they've, they've reworked it, I don't know if it's all just custom code that they write that tells the stuff. I don't know if it's like there's it's a Unity related thing. I don't know. Probably a little bit of both, but. Like I'm sure there's networking. <laughs> like I I know Unity has is like known for having like networking issues. Yeah. I can't imagine that an older version of Unity would be better than a newer version of Unity <laughs> yeah, when it comes yeah. to. So I mean, presumably there's probably like newer, better, more efficient APIs that yeah. they can hook into um, at like the engine level. But also there's probably it's probably like 85% BSG and 15% yeah. Unity. It's just I'm kind of sort of throwing that out there as yeah, like a yeah. general, you know, like instinct, but yeah. Yeah. And my gut says that it, it, a part of it is them rewriting what we just talked about, like or rewriting or, or or reassessing what information is given to what client at what time, you know, where the server authority is, um 
I would imagine that with what they've learned over the past few years, specifically over the past several years of the game being very popular and the desync being very bad and the cheating being very blatant, um, I'm hoping that a big part of that is, yeah, basically like tightening up the ship and uh, yeah, optimizing, I guess, would be a good word. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like, the, the way you have to look at, like, networking, it's similar to, like, tuning a race car. Yeah. Or, 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 or any of those things where it's, like, any given request to get information, to send information, you can, like, really fucking spend all the time to cut all the fat, the meat off the bone. Yeah. And really optimize it, and you're, you're going to be getting, like, a millisecond of improvement right yeah it's like so trivial but then consider that you do a thousand requests every every second 20 second you know you know like oh so all of those things really add up when you yeah. kind of half-ass everything you do for seven years that's when you end up with like everything is sluggish yeah and it's because like why is our race car so much slower than everybody else well because our seats aren't carbon fiber they've got like fucking fabric on them yeah. And the steering wheel has wood, you know, and you've got the dice hanging from the mirrors. Yeah. And, you know, like everything is got all the extra shit on it. Yeah. Whereas everybody else has the fucking skeletonized, you know. Uh, yeah. No, it's true. It's true. That would also explain how, like I was talking with Valiant about this too. Like, I feel like the desync has gotten worse over the years. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, it, and that could be. Uh, part of that part of that I'm sure is just like the community embracing a much more aggressive play style which is exacerbates the issue but I just don't and maybe uh, maybe it's just rose colored glasses but I just don't remember like these clips from two years ago three years ago four years ago of deaths where like it was completely behind a wall where there was like nobody on your screen whatsoever or you died like two or three full tunk 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 steps behind cover when you did they stood out as like wow the, something was bad with that server yeah yeah it wasn't yeah, yeah. just tarkov yeah know? and so now it's like it, it feels like it's gotten worse once again that could be just like me looking at it you know uh, you know not objectively but it feels like it's gotten worse so that would kind of explain it though because as the game's gotten bigger and they've had to do more hot fixes and more patches and patch up the net code to handle more players and more this it makes sense that if all those little steps weren't optimized, then we add a little bit of decent here, a, little, a millisecond, a half a millisecond, and then you get to a place where it's like a while, you know what I mean? A, a pretty big. So, uh, so once again, hopeful that, you know what I mean? That, that the, the networking adjustments, it, whatever it is, them rewriting it, but then also the unity stuff, uh, that would be, that would just be tremendously valuable to the game. No more features, no nothing. Better net code, better that kind of stuff would be tremendously valuable. Um, he talked a, a few different times because chat hounded him down about it, about this, about like that they were, that they have the ability to have up to 60 entities, 60 players on a map or more. He was like, or he's like, maybe more. Like we just made up 60. Um, and then like everyone in chat was like, 16? You mean 16? And he was like, no, 60. <clears throat> and then he was like, he really like doubled and tripled down on it. He was like, he was like, you don't have to believe me. He's like, we've already tested it. He's like, it's something we've done. It's not something we're trying to do. So he was like, you know, he was like, you'll see. You know what I mean? So, so he did say he specifically mentioned streets as like streets is a location that we definitely want to have a bunch. He didn't say streets is the only location we want to have a bunch. He people in chat did mention like 60 PMCs on factory and he like made a joke about it. He was like, yeah, 60 PMCs on factory. But like 
he definitely I, didn't go into a lot of detail about like what that means and the implications for that. Yeah, I mean, how many times <laughs> have I talked about how like I think that the current PMC count is like too high <laughs> yes. on on pretty much every yeah. map other than streets. Yeah. Um 30 PMCs on customs would be a nightmare. It would be awful. Like it'd be garbage. It, and that's half of what he's talking about. You know what I mean? So uh, unless you could hit two buttons after you die and just and then wait 30 seconds yeah. and be back into a raid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But but given the current situation now, it's terrible. Yeah. Because like once again, you go back to the old fucking Tarkov vibe, the old feeling, the yeah. OG, whether it was because there was less people playing the game or less people in raid or whatever, <laughs> it was a lot more you're walking around, it's quiet. Yeah. You know, it's like desolate. And every now and then you look off in the distance and you see a fucking squad of three men running and you're like, oh yeah. shit, you know, here we go. It's not you spawn in instantly here a million gunfights yeah. and you know like think about why we hate spawn fights why we hate exfil campers like all of those things yeah. all the things that we hate about tarkov would just be made worse by having more people yeah um so yeah so here's my thought once again chat baseless speculation I'm trying to find a good picture i can't really here's my thought Open world, I, I I hate to admit it to myself, but I think open world is is a is a a flavor, you know, one flavor too deep on the copium. I don't even know if I can hope for that anymore. You know what I mean? But but we have to take other information that they talked about in this podcast because sometimes it's dangerous to reference what they talk about in this podcast. Um to what they've talked about in a podcast like three years ago. Sometimes that's dangerous because like a lot has happened, right? Yeah, yeah. But if we reference other things he talked about in this podcast, okay, he said that Streets is currently one-third the size of Streets, of the final Streets. One-third the size of, of the final Streets. Uh, I, I believe that Streets is about on par for the biggest map we have right now as far as like kilometers wide and kilometers tall. I think it's like almost as big as Shoreline, which is, I think, the biggest map kilometers wide, kilometers tall. Maybe it's what's, I don't know. It's, it's big. Streets is a big map. So what I'm thinking is that if he's saying in this podcast that streets is one third and then that's actually also a good point there's a tremendous amount more entities and things on streets right now floors rooms locked rooms scavs loot, loot. building extracts Players. like there's a lot more stuff fires random stuff um and he talked again which we'll get to about the btr which the 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 taxi that's going to be like a server load so like when we talk about like server load streets i would say is like the most stressful map uh, and it's one third the size. So I am making this up, but it stands to reason that if as of last week, Nikita says we will have a map in the game, Streets of Tarkov, three times the size of Streets, the, the final Streets, and it will work and we can fit 60 players on it. I don't know that we can hope for an open world, but it, what that I think that we could have three maps. One is Shoreline, Lighthouse, and Reserve. And one is Woods, Customs, Factory, Interchange, and Streets. 
and all of those have access to a separately instanced world, which is the labs. And does that does that make sense? So it's like, isn't isn't under factory? Isn't labs supposed to be like in the red blinking light? I don't know if this is like totally apocryphal, but like factory. I vaguely recall that underground factory door being somewhere towards labs i mean i am yeah no way wrong. so like they've said that they've said that factory is gives access to labs so that's what's weird is that like la- it's like sewers yeah or lab- oh, wait, wait there is the sewers. exactly yeah so labs they're kind of like doing the hand wavy stuff because we know for sure we know for sure that nikita has said on podcast labs is accessible by streets and specifically by factory so I don't know if they're just doing the hand wavy. I don't know if labs is going to get an expansion or I don't know if it's the sewers. To me, what makes the most sense is labs is the map that you get a loading screen. You go into factory and then you go in and you get a little loading screen and then you end up at labs. That makes more sense to me than them adding like crazy long tunnel systems that you have to traverse. But what makes sense to me is if they can get streets of Tarkov running at triple the size with 65 players on a map. I don't see how they couldn't get Shoreline and Lighthouse and Reserve to stitch it together because so much of these maps are just like open fields. Stitch yeah, it together. Same thing. Now you put 60 players on Lighthouse, Shoreline, and Reserve, maybe with some extra wooded areas between. Now we're talking Woods, Customs, and f- because Factory's in the middle of Customs. You can like see Factory from Customs. Woods, Customs, Factory, and you can see Interchange from Customs from certain parts on Customs as well. Like Gigabeef did, by the way, Gigabeef did an amazing video talking about like a future of open world Tarkov and the amount of maps you can see already from other maps. Like you can like see streets from a bunch of maps. You can see like interchange from a map. You can see woods from, you can see customs. You can see factory. Like it's crazy. So that's Jesse's copium fueled adventure there is that like if they get the proof of concept done and they get streets that size, and I feel like that would really, that would really like, that would suffice. If we had three giant maps that all had, you know, 60 plus players, I, I could get down with that. That would be sick. I mean, the only thing that comes to mind, though, is that like, oh, what's, what else has to change for that to be relevant? Yeah. Because right now, my, my, my issue is not, wow, there's not enough to do here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's... The in-raid experience sucks, For sure. and most of the time I don't even make it across. For sure. I don't even make it out of my fucking spawn, let alone across yeah. customs, let alone across customs, shoreline, woods, factory. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I, I agree. So, um, you know, once again, if they have loot exfills and they have, yes. you know. I, um, I totally agree with that. And like, but even then, it's like. The number of players on any given map, on any given, and then when I say map, I mean in this case, it would be these big conglomerate maps, right? The number of players they have, where they spawn, yeah, and ultimately how likely you are to run into people, where, yeah, like the timing of all of that stuff, yeah, that's what's the most relevant, right? Because yeah, there's a world sure. in which there's a world in which the number of players ends up being less, you're less likely yes. to run into PvP, you're less you likely would. to run into spawn fights. You would. But if they triple, like, you know, if there's 10 people yeah. on, you know, 12 people on woods, 10 people on customs, and, and all of a sudden now there's 50 people for the combined, 
well, then now the game is just fucking worse. Yeah. It's just infinitely yeah. worse. You know what I mean? I completely agree. Bas basically, my theory there is was only a way to justify this desire for 60 players on any map other than streets and because I think that would be awesome. However, you would definitely need, you would definitely need other things like A, loot exfils, right? Because like, well, the game, like if you, man, if you're a solo, not even if you're a solo, because if you're a duo right now and you loot one building and kill another duo, you're overweight and you want to leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's like if you do that at your spawn <laughs> and you're on, you're on woods and your extract is on interchange, you're like, damn, you know what I mean? So uh, if you're lucky, so, your in raid time, your, your, your in raid time <clears> is nothing. Yeah. So loot exfils, I think, uh, so, so yeah, if they want, and this is what I find interesting this is what I find interesting is that all of these questions apply to streets because once again, if streets is the biggest map we have right now and they want to triple the size, even if you write off Jesse's idea as like fantasy land copium, the reality is based on a podcast that happened four days ago, we will in escape from Tarkov have a map three times the size of any of the maps we have right now. And on that map will be 60 players. So these questions I want to assume they uh, they have a plan to answer them. You know what I mean? Because it's going to be the same thing. It's just not going to be you're on woods and you're on interchange and your extraction's on interchange. It's just going to be you spawn check 15 and your extract's on suburbs. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's going to be the same thing. So I definitely agree. And they did not go through that plan on what that would look like. Maybe the train and the BTR taxi have... Uh, a part of that because they've talked about both of those things at length before about how the train is like a really important part of the Tarkov lore and the BTR taxi is going to take you around streets. He specifically said on this podcast, we could do a whole podcast about the BTR taxi on streets. Um, maybe that will be part of like the Ludex fill. What if, yeah, well, that'd be interesting. Is like, what if there was like a, the loot exfil was moving and it was like, and it would, and you could like run into it and like go up and drop your loot and have him take it out or whatever. Anyways, so the questions are definitely like loot exfils and then also, you know, the I, I don't see how they would do it any other way than like how the cycle does it. Where like you like you have this you have streets running for three hours or four hours at a time. I know that that poses a lot more questions than answers, but so does the idea of having a map three times the size. Right. The, the same uh, yeah. questions get posed either way because you're exactly right. If there's 60 players on streets and in the first 10 minutes, 30 of them are dead. What are you going to do with 22 players on a map triple the size of streets, right? Like you're just like, how long? And, and all and the, the people that are dead <laughs> accounted for half of them. And then the remaining survivors have more. They haven't looted fucking 2% exactly. of the map. And exactly. they're full and have to leave. Right? So, so how long does a raid timer have to be in order for a map size to be that high? You know what I mean? So it's like, that's kind of what I'm saying is that like the reason why I can dream about like them stitching some of the other maps together is because all of these questions still demands to be answered. Because you know what I mean? Where it's like, um, where it's like, you know, Oh, you can't do it like the cycle frontier because they can't have servers up for three hours. But it's like, but if they triple the size of the map, the raid timer is going to have to increase because it's going to be three times as big. Like, how are you going to make it across? Like, we, 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 all... oh, yeah, they have to. I mean, obviously, they have so to. So it's like the raid timer is already 50 minutes, if, if not you, but if like, the raid I'm... timers are shorter than they have ever been. Yeah. 
and the wait time is already 50 minutes. So that's that's kind of what I'm saying is that like I'm like, maybe they have to do it like the cycle and the servers are like three hours. And people are like, no way, that's ridiculous. And it's like, well, it's an hour now and they want to triple the size of it. So if it goes to two hours, it's like it's not that far away. You know what I mean? So that, that's kind of what I'm saying is that like any criticism of like, Jesse, that's stupid. They would never stitch together Shoreline and Interchange. And I was like, why? Because X, Y, and Z. Okay, well, those X, Y, and Z have to be answered before they triple the size of streets. So... To, to me, you the biggest I mean? thing, to me, the, the most critical part of all of this, ignore fucking performance, ignore everything. I, I feel like the the number of players per square foot average needs to be like half of what it yeah. is now. Yeah. Because otherwise, like, what's most people, like the average person's average raid time, it's probably like three minutes. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, if most people, if the average survival rate is what, I'm going to guess maybe like 35%, you know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's just most of the time it's a dog shit experience for everybody who dies and everybody who lives. Yeah. I don't see how adding more space, yeah. more stuff to do when yeah. nobody's ever run out of things to do. Yeah. Nobody's ever been like, I ran through customs, I looted everything and I killed everyone and and I'm, it's only my bag been six is minutes. Like <laughs> yeah, there's not enough time and there's not enough loot on this map. Said no one ever. Yeah. So like I just don't understand. Like there's it just fundamentally there's so much has to change that I, agree. I don't see. And I'm not saying it's not possible. No, it's, yeah. But it's like there's a part of me that is worried that they haven't thought that far. Yeah, I'm definitely it's, worried about that too. Because it's like there's a world in which they think about all these cool things and whatever, but like you can think that far ahead without ever actually thinking, yeah. okay, imagine you do all that and then imagine you're playing. What's it like? Nobody thinks about what's it like. Yeah. They just think it's going to be cooler if there's bigger and there's more. But it's like, yeah, but what happens when you're full in five minutes and everybody yeah. in the raid is either dead or leaves right away? Well, actually, yeah. I mean, now let me now let me think about it. It's possible that that then means the raid experience for the remaining people, yeah, is like a lot slower. But but again, here's the thing: it's, like, yeah. like you need you need loot exfils. You because, have to. You have because when to. you have, yeah. I mean, you just like uh, no dynamic. What, what nobody wants to do, nobody wants to loot streets with, let's take a big bag and attack two. Nobody wants to loot a, a, a map triple the size of streets. You can fill that attack two in four minutes of looting. No, no, what nobody's desire as far as like a gameplay perspective is, is to spend 58 more minutes just being like, well, this is worth more than this, so I'll drop this and take this. Well, this is worth more than this, so I'll drop this and take this. Like, you can fill an attack two in, in three minutes. Like, if you're it's, on it's, the it's map, you want to get more stuff. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to just, like, run around and min-max for an hour and a half. So there has to be some thought into, like, exactly, like, what is the desire of the raid? Because if it's loot, there needs to be changes made to the game to justify a, a to increase the survival yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah. of any given person exactly. because because right now the, the the biggest obstacle to people spending time in raids is there being alive in raids yeah yeah because when they they die get sent back to their stash yeah 
um, then that takes, you know, like a million years. But but again, it's like, yeah, I mean, now now maybe, I mean, imagine a world where you have streets is three times the size and there's 60 players and 80% of the containers that are in streets right now aren't there or don't have loot because yeah. of dynamic loot. And then half of the players <laughs> die right away. So there's only 30 players now on streets on three times the size of the map now. With half as much loot. With, no, with like a like a fifth of yeah. as much loot. Well, then now you're going to go through a building and you're going to look. Oh, filing cabinets. There's no filing cabinet there. Yeah. There's no box there. Go into the next. So then maybe yeah. it ends up being a lot more scavengy. Maybe, maybe that'll work. Maybe that's cool. Yeah. Like that might be exactly what we need. Yeah. I'm just. I, I'm I don't with know you. that they know. I don't yeah. know that they know yeah. what what we're working towards and what the experience is going to be like. They do. I hope there's a plan. Because he seemed really confident that. I mean, he's yeah. He just seemed really confident in what they've wanted to do with streets and how big they've wanted streets to be, and so. I can't remember. I think somebody in chat asked. I think they had talked about loot extracts before. Like, I think it had been a suggestion that had been brought up that they've talked about before. But I don't know. I really like. Yeah, I, I agree where it's like, you know. There has to be. Reason there has to be a loop. There has to be a change to the loop because we get looted too fast we get heavy too fast and we die too fast to want a to want to play a map triple the size with a raid timer that's two and a half hours yep. we, we just you know what i mean it's just like it would if not like i guess suffice it to say i'm not going to say they don't have a plan i'm not going to say they do have a plan but suffice it to say it would be a less fun map to do what we do now, spawn in within the first five minutes, get into a fight, get that PMC's loot, be heavy, and just have to run three times as far to your extract. That would just be less fun. If that's the only change is you spawn in, you get into a fight, you loot a building, now you've got some treasure items, you've got some extra heals, you've got that guy's kit, and you're overweight. If now you just have to run three times as far to the extract, no one would play that map because they would just play the maps where the loop matched the size you know what i mean so so devil <laughs> devil's advocate to what i was saying before imagine a world where because of because because of the size of the map and the way that they do spawns and the way they do loot and the way that they could do player counts yeah there's a world in which they do all that to where imagine you spawn in let's say you're solo you spawn in on streets and you walk around and <laughs> you have to look for 10 minutes to find like the bolts or the yeah, bandages yeah. or whatever. Like, like half of the shit is just empty. Yeah. So this is a world in which like, it's not, it's a different economy. It's a, yeah, like, yeah. everything is different where, you know, don't think about the prices or the rarity of all of the things that we have now. Like everything could change, yeah. but like you're really wandering around and you've, and because of how, like how sparse everything is, including the player count is a lot more you're exploring you're killing a lot more ai maybe yeah um kill the ai you know maybe get in a fight with a few of the bots or the scab boss or whatever have time to loot the ai 
and you're really going from building to building to building to building, and it might take, you know, if you were in an offline raid with yeah. no players, to fill your backpack might take 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And if maybe you come across one or two PMCs in a raid, like, it would be the equivalent of, like, a dead customs raid yeah. now. Yeah. And then imagine the netcode is good and the performance is good and the weapon handling <laughs> is good. Now we're kind of talking about yeah. a lot closer to, like, the dream game that we want. Yeah. But again, it's really not far on that knife edge. Not far yeah. from that knife edge for being like, well, now it's just boring, fucking garbage. Boring and you not spawn fun. In, yeah. You spawn in, you die, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. But but and, and even like I, I agree. Either way. I, I agree with what you're saying, where like there's a universe where that's fun. I think that would be like a rapid change from what the community has come to expect from Tarkov. So I think that direction would get a lot of resistance, but that doesn't mean inherently that direction is sad or, or is bad. But I think the thing we're saying is that like in order for a map three times the size to be fun, you have to go one of those directions. Like you have to change what we have. Like that's what you're saying. You either need to reduce the loot so that the loop does change. So you can't loot your bag in you know in 30 seconds. That the spawns are so that you're not going to immediately get into a fight and be overweight. You either have to slow it down or you have to not speed it up, but you have to give me a reason to stay. All I want, all I want is to stay in raids longer. That's all any of us want. You know what I mean? Like Imagine if you played for five hours and, and you had a good day and you never left a raid. Yeah, exactly. Or you That's did the two raids. You know what I mean? Like that is absolutely the dream. Spending time in the game. But if they want like, but but they have to give us a reason to spend time in the game. You know what I mean? Imagine a world where there's like this is, I mean, this is like a lot of, you know, I'm taking a lot of thread here, but like imagine a world where there's like a, a lot of this stuff where like there's a bunch of PMCs, but the spawns are so that you're not going to get into a fight immediately. There's loot exfils on the map, and maybe they're hard to get to, or they're in like hard to reach spots. So it's not like you can just like kill a guy and then dump loot and then kill a guy and dump loot. Like you have to make those decisions. Now imagine also that there are some of these in raid missions, like you and me had talked, like DMZ style, like in raid missions that provide exclusive rewards or like a lot of XP or something like that. And then. You know, then we're in a realm where, like, you got to give us a reason to stay in the raid. I want to farm up XP. I want to find items. Another big thing is, like, we can still buy too many things from the traders. You know, why Why should I not extract with this loot and sell it? Why would I be in this raid? What am I looking for? Am I looking for a TX-50? I can buy a TX-50. Am I looking for a mutant? I can buy a mutant. Am I, like, what am I looking for? But if... But if the amount of stuff we could buy from the traders was reduced by half or less, you could still buy basic meds and some guns and some armors. But like if you want to find and on the flea market was reduced yes, too because of the availability. In exactly. Raid. If you want a gen four, you got to find that junk. You know what I mean? So if there's a reason to stay in the raid, if there's a reason, like if there's ways to get extra XP by, the, you know, wanting to be in the raid, wanting to complete some missions, dailies and weeklies, wanting to do. Then that's a universe where it's the other way, where you don't necessarily have to slow it down too much, but it's like a you just like give me a reason to be in the raid uh give me a goal so maybe i'm not looting filing cabinets unless i'm really looking for something specific because i know over here i can go over here and do this thing and that's the goal that i came into this raid with um another big thing another big thing is like the in raid traders they've said that before like that gives all we have we that's a whole cluster that i don't necessarily want to go into on like um 
there's a lot of stuff there. But they've said that over and over and over and over again that they want the trainers. They've showed us models of proper and therapists. You know what I mean? So like, that's a part of it, right? Like if I wanted, if I needed to go to Lighthouse to buy a thing or turn it in or do a thing, you know what I mean? Then then maybe there's some sort of reason to be in the raid longer than just five minutes. You know what I mean? I don't know. So, yeah, man. so I agree with everything you've said. I would love, 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 love. Basically what I'm saying is that if they have a plan for those things and those things, uh, yeah, uh, if they have a plan for those things and those things work, I would love for them to clump up the other maps. I guess that's a better way to put it. If they have a plan for streets at three times the size and that plan is effective, I would love then on the back end of that for them to clump up the other maps and then just give us that big experience. You know what I mean? And we still have yep. like labs and, and, you know, whatever and stuff like that. So I think that would be sick. But it definitely begs those questions for sure. Yeah. For and, sure. and that with a bunch of stuff we're going to get to um, after uh, has me. It has me. Uh, I don't want to say optimistic, but uh, let's just say optimistic. It has yeah. me optimistic for for the future but but as you know i haven't been haven't been playing tarkov yeah 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 yeah. Um, and and dog i gotta say man taking the last two weeks off off of tarkov coupled with the last two days um me actually fucking stepping foot outside mm. and feeling the 75 degree sunny i got my first iced coffee of the year yeah it's, it's like winter's hot coffee <laughs> summer's iced coffee I gotta tell you, man, my mental health has been so much fucking better, mm. um, and that's a perfect segue into Love to hear that. our our sponsor for today's episode, BetterHelp. Yep. Um, as you guys know, I'm a user of BetterHelp. Um, it's an online uh, <laughs> mental health uh, platform where they have you know counseling, life coaching, all that kinds of stuff. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I'm actually like genuinely looking forward to to talking to my uh, my therapist on Sunday to be like, yo, this this is the first week in a long time. Yeah. Where I'm like, I'm actually like feeling good about things. Um, just taking a break from from the game. Um, yeah. Stepping away from it a little bit and, and whatever. It's so good for the mental and, and being able to talk about that stuff has just like genuinely anybody who's been by the stream in the last like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, can see that the. the the, the change in myself and a lot of that has to do with just like me talking with my therapist and them being like give give it a try step away you know see yeah. you know see what it's like because there's you know everybody has different things right it might be yep. you you're stuck somewhere with your job it might be yep. you're a- addicted to a game that <laughs> uh you know isn't great for your mental health uh you know yep. you might be focusing on things in your relationship that have trouble i mean there's so many things yep you know that that, that you can you can get from from better help. It really, yeah, it's tremendous how much you can learn about yourself when you're given the opportunity. We've said before, like we've joked about this podcast being therapy because it's been so nice to have somebody to talk to about like Tarkov and just like the struggles or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, of course that sounds ridiculous, but take that to a macro level and just like apply that to anything in your life. Are you frustrated with your job? Are you frustrated with this? Exactly. Like having somebody to talk to just tremendously expounds your own perspective. And then also these are people who are trained and to be helpful and to ask questions and to get into it. So I have definitely had, uh, I have had experiences. My uh, some people in my family have had experiences with better help and I've had experiences with just therapy in general that, um, like not even be under understating it, like definitely changed the course of my life for the better. So 
BetterHelp is awesome because it, you know, it's it feels like the evolution of that by bringing it to the online space. You being able to find somebody, uh, being able to swap to a different counselor or a different therapist if you didn't vibe with this one, because that's really important. Finding somebody that that you feel like you can talk to. And so, like, instead of having to call an office and get to an assistant and then reschedule or cancel, just being able to swap it on the fly, being able to send messages to the therapist just throughout the week and be like, hey, I want to talk about this. I don't want don't let me forget. Or like you mentioned this earlier. I tried this. This helped. That's really good. Um, so BetterHelp is awesome. It really feels like the evolution of that. Um, and it's uh, it's great. So it's easy. You can just fill out a questionnaire, get matched with somebody and then take it from there. Uh, both of us would definitely, definitely recommend it. So um, you can discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash podcast today to get 10% off your first month. That is better H-E-L-P, betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash podcast. 10% off your first month, month, not munch, month. Thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, that's a different sponsor. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that, that. that's a different sponsor for, uh, off your first month. Off your uh, first month. Um, that's the uh, oh yo yo real quick dog. I, I this that reminds me. Have you? I've gone down a rabbit hole on YouTube. Okay. Where it's all of the old school like handmade candy. Have you ever watched any of that no. stuff, dude? I've seen like TikToks and stuff. Like shorts Dude, of it, where they've got like the sheets of yeah, like yeah. The sugar pouring it, and like yeah, mixing I literally it up. there's there's this one that I'm sure a lot of people have seen. Um, their channel is like super viral. Uh, it's called Lofty Pursuits. Okay, and, and I I fucking bro- I I broke down. I bought some I, candy, uh, and I and I bought a bunch of uh, of candy like for Easter, and yo dog, it's so good. I bet I can't I can't I it's got to be amazing. It's so good. <laughs> it's got to be amazing. Sorry um, for that segue. We can get back to Tarkov land. I just was thinking about the munch. Dude, thinking about the munch. 10% off first munch. Um, so, yeah. So, he was talking about the 60 PMCs per map um, that they... Uh, oh, okay. So, the, the next big thing to talk about as far as, like, uh, huge technical back-end changes is that they talked about they... Mm, munch. Get that munch. Um, th- that they, like... They rewrote the code. It's so funny because after so many years of the meme being fixed the code, what we got from Nikita was like, we we rewrote a lot of the code. And I, I didn't, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that we deserved or I expected him to go in detail because that's going to be highly technical. <laughs> but I just don't necessarily know what he means by that. And it's hard not to want to jump to conclusions because we've said, you know, we talked about this spaghetti code, fix the code has been such a meme. Once again, very excited and elated that they're addressing. He literally said, he literally said fixing some of these issues instead of going back and trying to make the old code work over and over again. We just redid a lot of it from the ground up. So it's like, we don't know what code. We don't know how much of the code, um, but, but they talked about rewriting a lot of code he he said using a new technology and a lot of people were like oh they're using ai to help like rewrite the code a lot of people just like came to that i don't know so it was weird we used a new technology to rewrite a lot of the code it's exciting because we feel like we need that but but nobody knows what that means and i'm not saying that they should have told us i'm just saying it's interesting it's interesting and i wanted to hear your take on that 
they use chat GPT and uh, yeah yeah yeah. Sorry, I gotta I gotta mute this. My my, my <laughs> wife is flirting with me right now via text message and uh, sorry, got me all oh my got you flustered. <laughs> I had to mute it because I get my messages now through my laptop. Oh yeah, because it's like all connected and then I mute one thing and then another thing things. But yeah, dude, I I don't know. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Um, I've got no idea what. Because it kind of it kind of goes into like what we talked about earlier. It's like I don't know how much of the networking they wrote versus what's Unity. I don't know if they're going to try and flip that ratio where they're like letting Unity twenty twenty one do a lot of the coding and then they write a lot of less of their own base code. When he says we're rewriting the code, are they rewriting it from the ground up, learning what they've learned over the past few years, or are they? doing something different in the new environment? Obviously, I don't know. I, I know you don't know those things. But like, these are just like the questions. How many lines of code do you think make up Tarkov? And there's just like, I have no idea. There's so many questions. Like Millions. Damn. Um, yeah, I mean, the there's a million different ways in which you could interpret that. And there's probably like a conglomeration of, of yeah, a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know that historically they've rolled their own solutions for so many things, whether it was sound, yeah, networking, matchmaking, MTT. yeah, like yeah. Um, now I'm sure that there's probably a bunch of like new things they can hook into to use that might be more performant, might be better, might be more updated. Yeah. Um, that that they can maybe like replace. Um, but I mean, my gut, and I'm sure we'll get a bunch of people in the comments that'll either say confirm or um, yeah or dismiss um but like the way i see it is most of the like most of the networking stuff that the engine does it's going to be the generic high level shit yeah and then everything else is like tarkov specific things so like what's what's a oh god almighty what's a good example Okay, this is the wildest thing. I'm, I'm, I'm. This is going to be one of the Veritas metaphors that makes no okay. sense, right? But I just pictured, you know, when you go to the bank, there's a little tube. Yeah. Back in the day, back in the day, where you put like the check in the <laughs> yeah. tube and it'll go thump and get sucked up, right? That's like Unity networking, is like between the client and the server. It's like both ends of the tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you put in the container is like the Tarkov specific stuff. But in this case, it's like imagine you like hand knit a really large artistic like fucking Afghan yeah, you know, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you like roll that up and put it in the tube. God, this is the word. This metaphor makes zero sense, but here you go. It's like <laughs> a lot of it is that what we get on the other side is a jumbled up mess. It's that they knitted the shit terribly and then yeah. shoved it in the thing. Part of it might be they're using an old tube that's like has half of the air pressure, right? Yeah. So it's like. But I feel like the resulting quality of the thing we get is the the Afghan at the end when we open up the capsule. Yeah. God, this is the word I can't even <laughs> continue. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Normal, okay, normally I get shit for my metaphors. Normally my metaphors are good. This is terrible. This is dog shit. Oh I don't even know what I'm saying. God, bro. I'm, I'm just going to step We got to commit, dude. Okay, when we get the Afghan on the other side. It's it's it, it's it's a mess. It looks like it looks like I knit it and not my grandmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of it is like I think they just yeah they, they need to delete 
the fucking Afghans they have on one side and then yeah. make them all over again. Yeah. And instead, they shouldn't be Afghans. They should be iPhones with pictures of Afghans. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. What the fuck but- is that? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? But I get what you're saying that, like, when they say they're redoing the code, it's impossible for us to know if they're knitting the Afghans better, if they're sending iPhones instead, if they've restored air pressure to the tube, or if they came up with a whole new delivery service outside of the tube, or a combination of those things. But we won't yeah, they're know. They're Uber, Uber Eatsing. They're Uber Eatsing. In the bank. Amazon your, The Afghans. <sighs> I think that if tracks. I mean, you have to have a master's degree to understand if you don't. Yeah. That's that's your problem. This is some real big brain shit we're yeah. talking about here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> we don't know what that means, but uh, it's cool and I hope it's good. They've talked about that. You know what I mean? It's just like once again. Once again, this goes back to what we started the podcast with. It's like, I don't know what that means. I'm not inherently saying it's going to be perfect, but we have criticized the spaghetti code for so long for them to say we're taking everything we've learned over these past six years and rewriting a big part of it. I gotta at least hope that's good. You know what I mean? That's that's where it ends. I hope it's good. I don't know. A lot of it here's the thing though they i'm sure they've learned a lot i don't know what their turnover is but like at software companies yeah, that i've ever worked yeah. at usually what you have is 98 percent of the code was written by people who do not work here anymore yeah and it's easy to say yeah that's all dave's code dave fucked up all of the shit and whatever and it's like yeah <laughs> we've, we've been dealing with dave's tech debt for so long but maybe dave was smarter than you or yeah, whatever yeah, so yeah, then yeah. now you've got someone else that's going to rewrite it from the ground up that's Maybe they might make a lot of the same mistakes or they might or not realize mistakes. why something was yeah. done. So, I mean, who knows, right? Damn it, Dave. Um, okay, so yeah, so there was redesigning the code and then they talked and they showed um, the new culling system and how, um, as I understand it, it's like not rendering things that the player can't see and they were able to completely rewrite that calling system. Obviously they showed that video where they like showed if like how fast, if you went through a wall, which you would never do how quickly the scene rendered in. And they talked about how that could obviously help performance. You know, I don't think about a big map. You don't want to have 900 buildings rendered in while you're looking. That's why when you look in certain directions, your FPS tanks. Whereas in what you actually want is you're in a building and you look out this way and you want like what's rendered. Yeah. You can see through the window and then everything else is gone. If you're not looking like object permanence. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they even showed that where like he went through the wall and everything popped in, but he went to the left where there was an open door and there was no pop in. Like you could see out like it knew that that was a place where that needed to be pre-rendered if you looked that direction. So, yeah. uh, So that was interesting. Um yeah, so that that was very very interesting and and very easy to see how beneficial that could be for performance because like you said it's very easy to just like see the effects of not having that right now. Look north on Lighthouse and you lose 30 frames per second, you know what I mean? So um so that's very cool. They talked about how they're already internally testing that on Streets and on Lighthouse, which is great because those are the two maps that we talked about and brought up. Um 
as that. They also talked about some like uh, level of detail, like LOD testing too, and like the different details of like the skyline in the background on streets and it not sucking up any additional performance. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know. Do you think at all, like, the answer's probably no, but I'm ignorant and I don't know anything about software. Like, when I saw the the culling thing, I was wondering if that at all was related to, like, some of the anti-cheat stuff, where if less information, kind of like how Valorant does it, like, I'm not saying that that's exactly what they did, but is that, is that you would have had to engineer the entire game that way, or is that something that they could kind of work in where, like... That seems separate. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Like, like the, the the data about where things are is separate from like what is actually rendered. What's rendered? Okay. Now maybe again, there's a possibility I'm wrong. Um, but like my gut yeah, is yeah, telling yeah, yeah. me like that. Those are just like different parts of the code. Yeah. Um, but for all I know, maybe that's been the problem all along. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. Don't know. I don't know. So, <clears throat> um, ultimately, though. I don't know, man. I just like, yeah, I'm tired of qualifying it. Ultimately, I was really excited about hearing that, about hearing about optimizations, a new engine, um, the reworking the code, new calling system, increased performance, um, decreased network errors. Personally, I love I love theory crafting about the 60 PMCs on the map and stuff like that. Um, so they talked about, um, they talked about, there's two patches in the works right now. Um, one, he said, it, it, a lot of people had a hard time understanding this, and I don't even know if I understood the exact right way. What it sounded like to me is that there's a patch coming at the end of April, potentially early May, that is the transition to Unity 2021, and that they had another big patch plan, technical patch planned for the end of May. Um, timelines I'm not at all saying anybody should hold their breath for those timelines what I'm more saying is that what it seemed like was that they're prepping two patches for soon TM one is the transition to unity 2021 and then one is the first iteration of like a lot of these things that they talked about they said specific go ahead I was going to say the last time just keep in mind too the last time that we had a major engine update there was an update and it was like nothing really happened yeah you know so don't don't think that this is like cs2 <laughs> yeah where all of a sudden it's a different yeah. you know which experience. is why i think that which is why i think they're staggering it that way where like they they want to get to unity 2021 see if everything works and roughly one month later because he said like end of april early may and then end of may start implementing some of the changes like that. They, they want to give it that time. They don't want to put everything in. I'm, I'm kind of making that up, but he said, I mean, I literally have the clip up because some, a lot of people didn't believe me where he literally said the words and that's not the only patch we're preparing in a, like in addition to the unity 20, the April, May, we want another patch. Like he literally said it. So there's two patches and once again, April, May could mean May, and then the May patch could mean June, you know, or July or whatever. And I don't know, everyone's saying wipe. A lot of people are saying, well, they'll wipe if going to Unity 2021. Maybe. The last time we had a huge engine upgrade was a wipe, but that doesn't, I don't know. Like, I just don't know the answers to the questions. I don't think it's time to sound the alarm and go, it's wiping. All I know is that he said they're preparing two patches. Soon TM. April, May, and May. Don't hold your breath, but that's what he said. That's all I'm doing is relaying what he said. <clears throat> um, 
He said that over 50% of the development team is working on these technical patches. Um, so we, if we knew for a long time, a huge part of the team was working on <laughs> streets and now a, a pretty tremendous amount of their engineers are working on the technical side of things, which once again is good to hear because I don't care about map expansions or anything until we get this stuff working. I, so I got to say one thing on this note, because this is actually kind of one of the funnier things. Um, you know, the whole meme, like when, when people have been saying for the longest time, we don't need any more fucking raid series. Yeah. Like get, get to work kind of thing. And there's always like, like the response that even I've responded with is like, yeah, because that's fucking relevant. Yeah. You know? Like, and then Nikita went and said that everybody in all of those fucking video series are all developers. That moment was like, Oh, bud. I kind of thought the same thing. Oh, fuck. You know, like, I don't, I got it. I, yeah. Yeah. Like I want to be, I want to be charitable, but kind of at the same time, it's like, cause I it mean, is cool. Like, yeah. It, like in a vacuum, it's like awesome that they all made that. And it's so good. You just, you just in wonder a, yeah, like, in a vacuum. was it Monday to Wednesday we're going to be filming yes. and then the rest of the day, or is yes. it after, on the weekends? Is it, I, I don't know, right? And, I don't and you know, know either. Was it on the holiday allowed, break? Like, they're allowed to do that fun team building shit. For all we know, it took them an afternoon. What I know about producing stuff like oh, that is yeah. I would assume that would take a fucking long time yeah. to get all those shots and to do all that filming. Why is it that, <laughs> that they're always struggling to for fucking daylight on every film shoot? Because the days go like that when yeah, you're yeah. trying to, you know, I don't know. So I, I I'm not thought saying the that same it's thing. I can't assume like, anything. Uh, but what basically what we're saying is that it unfortunately lended some credence to that criticism of like, stop making this stuff, just make the game. You know what I mean? I'm not saying, yeah, that they're wasting their time or they're doing anything bad. Because I love all that stuff and it's cool and it is cool that they work on it. But yeah, I just, I, yeah, I had a similar thought. Um, <clears throat> they talked about their goals, specifically their goals for these patches in the next few months. Um, increasing, sorry, making better, making hit registration better, making positional accuracy better, reducing desync, increasing FPS, and optimizing the network. We don't have to dive deep into those, but all I'm saying, Great once things. again... I'll love it when it's in the game. Exactly. I'll love it when it's in the game, but at least he didn't lead this podcast saying our goals are to add this gun and yeah. add this cosmetic and add this thing. At least we know that their goals are hit reg, positional accuracy, reducing desync, uh, de increasing FPS. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'll believe it when it's in the game. <laughs> um... They spent a decent time talking about audio, and I don't really want to spend a decent time talking about audio because it makes me no, mad. No, I'm like bolding some of the things that I think are like yeah. interesting to talk yeah. about. Everything else is kind of just. Um, like... He said it's very expensive from a development perspective, which makes sense. Like not money, but like time. Uh, he they talked about how like letting Oculus do all the occlusion zones, like letting it do that, is very performance expensive, and so that they're they're kind of trying to Dude, listen. Sure I don't know. They showed that yeah the it, interchange picture. They showed the interchange picture, and I almost vomited because there's like 900 fucking boxes, right? Yeah. And honestly, um, just imagine interchange 
where there's a box for the second floor, yeah. a box for the first floor, a box for the basement, and a box for outside. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That would get you like 95% of the way there. And the only things you really have to then account for are like maybe the escalators, like the, the yeah. openings between the floors in that in that area, yeah. which honestly <clears throat> I, yeah, I mean, yeah. fuck. Like, it, it was I don't know. like, it's no wonder shit's so fucked. It's because they made it. Yeah. So it's in their so attempts custom. to be to be so custom and so cool and so realistic and so whatever, it's like, dog, just don't like keep it simple, stupid. It's no wonder it's a fucking mess. You yeah. know what I mean? So. They they talk about letting Oculus do its thing, so it's still this this blend of them doing some custom stuff and them try. Basically, they're trying to keep their performance. A big thing, the big things for me was they were talking about refining the transition points and blending them. That that's that's of all the features that like Steam Audio promised and Oculus Audio promised, and he even talked about like sound diffraction and geometry baking and reverb zones. Of all the cool features we could do with sound, all I've really wanted was semi normal transitions between zones you know what i mean like you can you can stand you know at a place and to you know lean and be in the outside audio all this and there's no transition staircases you know that's the kind of stuff we've always wanted he talked about some of the cool stuff like sound diffraction geometry break geometry baking that's the kind of stuff that like i do want in the game because of what we talked about before we're like that's the stuff that deals with the ATM that we talked about, where it's like, that's how the game knows that this is something the sound would wrap around and the ATM would functionally not occlude any audio from me. Yeah. Um, different reverb zones. That's cool. Uh, they showed the interchange pictures. Um, <laughs> they they talked about some future features they want to do, adding suppressor durability and suppressor sounds changing over time. And... Um, actually having the subsonic ammo be a different, which would be cool. But ultimately, <clears throat> I left the audio section of this podcast very like, almost like middle we be, finger, like, <clears throat> I'll believe it when I see it. Not even that, but like, not even just I'll believe it when I see it, but like shut up and just make it. Because like, they showed the cool interchange thing. And in my head, I'm like, that means one of two things. That means either you had a graph that looked just like that for Shoreline before you pushed this pass out last week and it still sucks dick. Or you didn't do any of that for Shoreline, and but you put a patch out for Shoreline and Shoreline audio still sucks. So I'm like confused. You know you're what I mean? About like, where the, you're talking about all the boxes? Yeah. The boxes? No, I think that's the way it is now. And that's why it's so shit. Yeah. Because there's just like Because you're constantly many. going in between. Yeah, there's a there's a an occlusion box for the fucking ATM. Yeah, yeah. It should just ignore it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a box for indoors, make a box for outdoors, and have them blend, and you're, like, literally... Yeah. Um, so, and so I don't know. So I left the audio thing very much so, like, just feeling burned. Like, yes, of course, I would love subsonic ammo to change and suppressors and the reverb zones, and I would love, 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 love that stuff, but I just, like, I'm so... I'm still just so almost like deeply offended at how bad the audio has been this patch and like how. Well, now the, you know how I feel about everything the else. The status that they've shipped it in that I'm just like, I can't even think about it. Uh, they talked about streets. Uh, they talked about how, how it's a third of the size they want it to be. They said the first expansion of streets is almost done. Uh, I, I, I'm very firmly in the camp of like, we don't need new content. We don't need to do this. We don't need to do this. Fix the game. But I will. I'm a sucker for anything streets. I love that map so damn much. 
then I'm like, that's the one breakthrough. I'm like, hell yeah, Streets Expansion. I love that map so much. Um, they talked about the uh, BTR that's coming, and he said that they could do a whole podcast about that, uh, which is just interesting. That makes me wonder. Um, he talked about the Streets boss that lives in the car dealership. I don't know if he means Lexos, because that's where Gluhar spawns. I don't know if they're going to change Lexos up a bit. Um, Wait, isn't Lexos the car dealership? But that's what I'm saying. So, like, they, oh. that Lexos is where Gluhar spawns right now. But they keep yeah, saying yeah. that this boss <laughs> that's coming is in a car dealership. It wouldn't be crazy for there to be two car dealerships in a metropolitan area like that. Normally, there's a strip and there's 11 of them. You know what I mean? So, like, maybe there's a different one that's more, uh, like... Surabu? Yes, yeah, Surabu. <laughs> yes, Surabu. The Yotoda trucks are everywhere. A Yotoda dealership would be oh, great. Oh, true, yeah. yeah. Um, and he's still talking about the boss there that has the boss, his guards, mines, traps, snipers, all that kind of stuff. More ways to get cucked by their More ways to get cucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they showed off the vaulting. I'm interested to hear I, what you okay. have, because I know that's something you bolded. You were like, vaulting. <laughs> I mean... I don't know exactly what I said. I I should pull up fucking Pog GPT. Oh yeah, Pog GPT. Um, I don't know exactly what I said, but I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that I said it like without any caveats whatsoever. Um, I th I was wrong about vaulting. I basically was like, it's never going to happen. I, I, I recall, yeah, maybe I yeah. thought it, but I'm pretty sure I said, like, it's never going to happen. I bro. think, yeah. It's never going to happen. Um, <clears throat> it was way better than I thought. Same. And Nikita, Nikita, like, didn't want to show it at all. He didn't want to show it because because it had the jank ass fucking the the normal Tarkov like you kind of like yep. and, and then the fall. feet don't always touch the ground they're floating a little, yeah. few inches yeah 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 so like you know um but yeah I mean honestly I think it looked cool the only thing that matters is how it feels yes and if it's fucking buggy. That's ultimately what matters, right? Like, it can be super cool, but if it's, like, the worst thing ever or if you're constantly yep. jumping when you mean to vault or vaulting when you mean to jump, like, yeah. like, what they really would need, which is something that they've never had before, but a lot of other games really do well, is, like, if you look at vaulting in Modern Warfare 2, mm -hmm. um, it's, like, no matter what angle you're at, yeah. no matter what direction, you're, it was speed, <laughs> you get in a certain point where you're like within vaulting range yes and a and jump is just button, gonna be a vault it just works yeah the animation works it's seamless you keep going in the direct i have a feeling that tarkov's gonna be like you need to be like at a right angle to yeah. the thing and right next to it and you need to look at the door jam the three pixels yeah. of the door jam or like if you're holding w and you get the angle and you hit space you'll vault and you'll stop and you'll have to let go of w and hit w again to continue moving like that's something i could see like we need to be able to keep momentum if we're gonna vault is a thing too yeah it needs to feel <laughs> fucking smooth and fluid and it's honestly something that tarkov has never really done well yeah. um i will say though that i agree with you that like he didn't want to show it and when he agreed to, I was like, if Nikita doesn't want to show it, it's going to be bad. 
And yeah. uh, I thought it looked good. Like, uh, I thought it looked like uh, exactly like the way you put it. It wasn't any more janky than the current movement in Tarkov. So I don't know why he was like scared to show it. It was janky, yeah. but like the movement in Tarkov is janky. And what uh, what I liked about it was that it didn't feel like an unnecessary animation length where like the third person camera backs up and you get into it. Like it felt like any of those vaults took the same amount of time or less time than a jump. When you jump the time it, that your character, like, you know what I mean? It was just like, boom. It was just like he hopped Cause over. Now, Cause now you jump, you got to kind of jump, crouch, hit the window. You're kind of exactly. stuck in a little slow crouch and then you fall through it. Yeah. So, so that, that was a good thing. Um, <laughs> I'm asking I'm asking podcast GPT did Veritas say vaulting would ever come to the game <laughs> it'll know um um yeah so the vaulting looked uh in my opinion good they had good clips in my opinion of showing useful cases for it the first clip they just like hopped up on a thing and then he used it as cover to shoot the second clip was the dude on Customs Crack House, like, vaulting out of a window where I was like, damn, that would be super handy, like, in a fight. You yeah. know what I mean? Instead of having to do the jump sideways, crouch, slow walk out the window, drop down, I was like, damn, that would be nice repositioning. And then the third clip was a dude on streets vaulting over a fence. And I was like, all of that would be extremely helpful to me playing these maps. You know what I mean? So the only thing that I wanted was I just need to know if I'm going to be able to walk over a ledge, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, that's... That. That I, I just need to know if I'm going to be able to walk over a curb. Now, in the third clip that they played, I have it up. Uh, I, he... he <laughs> I'm coping so hard. On the third clip that they played, he vaults up onto a box. And in front of that box are the blue barrels, water barrels, that are slightly higher than the box. And he actually walks up them, but without vaulting again. And there have definitely been curbs that size that I haven't been able to jump over. So they, it, what they might have they done... They might have added some procedural animations where... You walk until your foot, your footstep is going to, I've actually been looking into this. Your footstep is going to be on the sidewalk or whatever. So yeah. they increase it. So, you know, it's yeah. like you just end like, up stepping up. What I want for that stuff too, like what I, when I say I'm walking over curbs, I don't want there to be an animation for me walking over the curb. I want basically the invisible geometry of the map that there's like a ramp up to the curb. I just don't, I don't, I don't want the flow to break at all. I just want to be able to walk up it. I just want it to well, yeah, be I mean, magic. You should you should be like Exactly. This. I mean that you there are I'll send you some links. There are some really cool procedural animation things where like you have a spider that has like four legs and as the spider's moving there's just like oh, ramps and yeah. boxes and this like leg 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 leg. But if you see the torso, the torso's like Yeah, but yeah. But it's just moving smoothly and all the legs are just going up onto like that's the way it should be. Like exactly. if you're walking forward, you should be have a little up, but your legs. Yeah, should, just keep stride. Yeah. So what I'm hoping is that that's how they did it. There's an animation for vaulting into on top of or out of a thing. But what they've also done is changed whatever that is to just make it so the little things I can just step over. I can just walk up to and step over. Um, 
because that's yeah we just need that so hoping but I, in general i agree that the vaulting was better than i anticipated uh which is pretty cool uh they showed a brief section of the reworked trader menu i'm so interested to hear what you thought about that because it was so ugly and i didn't care because it was ugly but it was gonna save me clicks and so i was like that's all i want I didn't. I couldn't look at it for very long. I don't. I couldn't even tell you what it looks like. All the traders like, were in a row up at the top. I, I think that's cool. Like that's cool. Yeah. I think it's streamlined. Like that. 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 that that's cool. Um. But like, <coughs> once again, for all we know, it might be the same amount of clicks with like a slicker UI. Like, but they add like. Who knows? Well, no, because because of what I they think showed, it, I think it's going to be better. Yeah, because of what they showed, like, for instance, you can right now, if I want to cycle through the tasks I have for each trader, I have you to gotta, click yeah. proper and then tasks and then scroll and then escape and then therapist and then tasks and then scroll yep. and then escape. He literally showed you can just click tasks it's one yeah yeah, yeah. and then no, just that's click definitely going to be the better. trader and then that same thing functions for buy and sell if i want to sell stuff it's trader then i click sell then i sell my items and then escape you just click sell and you can bounce around to the traders so like trillions of clicks will be saved you know in the arms of the angel trillions of clicks will be saved due to this so it's like it's kind of clunky and like the 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 the, the the little model of the character up in the top right kind of looked like GoldenEye N64 graphics for some reason to me. It looks like a mobile game. Yeah, like, but, I, but, whatever. but I truly didn't care because it's going to save so many clicks, dude. It's going to be... There's just so much more. And then the services tab, too, where like you can get to Ragman service. So it's just like... And you know what the, wor the worst part of there is? is that so much of their UI, and this is ne you never want to do this. I guarantee you so much of the UI is hamstringed, hamstrung, whatever, yeah. by the way their back end is designed. <laughs> yeah. Because everything needs to get sent in batches. Yeah. Like when you're moving stuff on your inventory, all of that is getting put in a queue where it's like they move this item to these squares, this item rotated to these squares, this item. And then like every so often it's like Bloop. send it all to the server. And that's why you get the item move error. Yeah. Because one of those things didn't synchronize and it's like undo the whole all batch of the things. is corrupted. I, like playing Diablo 4, the beta, which I cannot fucking wait. Oh, my God. It was so good. Um, But you you just have your inventory and it's like right click. Sell, 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 sell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, just let me sell everything individually. Yeah. And, but <clears throat> because of like, I guarantee when they, when they did the, the buy sell API, they were like, sell has to take an array of items. And you know, like you can't do all of yeah. these individual things. Cause it'd probably be so fucking expensive and time consuming. And yeah, oh, but man, it would just be better. Dude. I didn't notice this until I started watching it back just now. Uh, where do you look? Do you have like a link you can? Uh, I don't have a link. I literally like I have OBS replay buffers oh, okay. of each because I, I would. Uh, that's how I did it and then put it in my video thing. Uh, but I but what I can do really quickly is send you this screenshot. Um, but basically what I'm saying is that what I didn't notice until just now is that um, 
in the trader menu, the the button deal to like sell your thing has a key bind now. It's the space bar. So you can like click, 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 space, and it sells everything. Click, 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 space. Like you can do it in batches or you can just like, I think that's kind of cool. I didn't notice that until just now. Yeah, it's, oh man, it's, again, it's like, that's neat. But why can't they just sell the individual things? I mean, like maybe, it's, it's I guess maybe because you might, you could argue because you might accidentally click something you didn't yeah. want to sell. But like, I, they didn't think about that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They were They were just like, we have this thing where we have a screen where everything gets put on separate tabs and they have to be separate tabs and, oh, it'd be cool if there was a thing. And it, rather than saying, what's Listen. the best way to do this? Yeah. They I, say, yeah. how could we make what we have better suck less yeah, or yeah, be yeah, better? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it's good. It's just Yeah. Uh, but, not, but that sentiment there, I understand where it's like it didn't, yeah, it doesn't look like they went from a like, what's the best trader menu we they're could They're putting create. lipstick on a pig yeah, is what yeah, they're yeah. doing. I don't, I like, I get it, but I'm like, damn, I'm just, like, so excited because, like, there's just gonna be so many clicks saved. Traversing the menus is just gonna be so much better. Yeah. So, that's cool. And then the other big thing, loadout presets. Um, and the, oh, yeah. Can you also screenshot I that? I can screenshot that, yeah. I didn't look at them for very long. Um, um, oh, you know why? Because watching the VOD, I didn't watch it live. Watching the VOD, every time I paused it and then hit play, I would have to watch another fucking five minutes of ads. Oh, yeah. Every dude, if you if you play the video for two seconds, pause it and then hit play five minutes of ads. That's crazy. Then you watch two seconds of it, hit pause. And then you talk about that for a little bit and hit play five minutes of ads. Yeah. So I, I, I went and bought fucking <laughs> Twitch Turbo literally just because I was fucking so triggered. By, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that and looking through the cheater VODs. I was sick oh. of watching ads. I don't want to give these fucking clowns any ad revenue yep. going through their VODs. Well, actually, I mean, they, I still think they get ad revenue, but I don't want to have to sit through a bunch of ads, all, all that shit while I'm trying to. Um, so that okay. was uh, the gear presets was an interesting thing as well, um, because I, I, I found it pretty interesting that there's it. It shows up that where like you can name your preset. It looks like you can actually save the cosmetics to your presets as well, which I just thought was like a not important, but like a cool, nice touch. Uh, the it shows like I wonder what the whole like buy missing like what does that flow look yeah, like? Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's my bit. Yeah. So the the cool things is I like the general layout of it. I like that you get to see what your PMC looks like. I like that there's a the tab at the top. There's gear and then pockets because like he has, has an MMAC rig, but you can't see what's inside it. So there's a tab then for what's inside of the stuff. What's on my pockets? What's inside my rig? Where are those things placed? There's a tab up there. That's cool. It's only it's only that way because for some reason they decided to take up a third of the screen with your the look of your PMC, which is largely irrelevant, and yeah. a third of your screen with a terrible fucking drop down expand of menu. every like, yeah, like the flea market. Yeah. So now you need tabs yeah because of they fucking are yeah. terrible with efficient you know yeah um but but the big the big thing here which is no surprise because we've talked about it before the big thing here is just how do i get this stuff and how does it interact with the other systems in the game for example the gun if i'm in a gear preset creator and what I want to add to that preset is a gun preset. Do 
Do I have to remake the preset in the other preset editor and save it? Can I just you probably add right click the, gun. the preset? And when I click buy, is it going to do an efficient job? Like one of the things that I, I, I get frustrated about right now is that if you have, if I have a voodoo in a JP Enterprises mount in my stash, and then I build a preset with a Voodoo in the Night Force 30 millimeter ring mount. When I click buy, it's going to buy a Voodoo because it yep. says I don't have one because because the Voodoo is nested in the JP Enterprises mount. But I have a Voodoo. So I take all my scopes out of their mounts because I don't want to end up buying another one. So like this is just adding another layer of that of like you have things. But what if I have an MMAC that has stuff in it already? Is it going to? ignore that MMAC and buy another one? Or is it going to take the stuff out of the MMAC and put it at the top of my stash? If I have a gun that's close to the preset, like, like, Bro, and, do you remember? Oh, no, sorry, go well, ahead. What I was going to say was like, I'm not preemptively mad about these things because we've, because we wanted a gear set system and we knew that these were going to be questions they had to answer. So I'm glad we're getting a preset system. I'm just now that the rubber's hitting the road, I'm terrified of how all these systems are going to work together. You know what I mean? Do you remember the one that I proposed like two years ago? Not exactly. It was your normal your normal inventory screen, except above your character, there was a save preset yeah. and load preset. Yeah. Look at what we have here. Yeah. We have your inventory just less efficiently displayed. Displayed, yeah. Well, if you click, I wonder if you like, click inventory, that is the same size of your inventory. Right, but you presumably have to click presets to like get yeah, here. Yeah, to get here. Yeah, I see. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It's just like I just don't understand what what's the yeah. benefit of its own. This might be. This is obviously like, like all the, they all they needed to do. Yeah, just add a was, save button. Add a save button to the existing UI. Above, literally, uh, in the existing stash, it was above like the 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 helmet yeah. slot on the save. upper left was save loadout, and then and then, uh, load. and then was load. And then, I mean, you could have a tab for items that are like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like maybe maybe there's a reason for this. It's yeah, just it's interesting like, because this is so close to the regular UI. Instead of your character, what's in the middle goes on the left. What's normally in the middle is what's in your pockets and rigs and backpack. And what's on the right is your inventory. So it's interesting that they changed that around to visually show. Um, but yeah, the, so I mean, the I, UI I guess like is the benefit of this is that you can go in and design a bunch of loadouts for a bunch of shit you don't have. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, yeah. But now you have potentially the complications of like what happens when you have yeah. half of that shit. Multiple How systems. How does it go ahead buying it? Interacting How with each other. Does it automatically equip it? What happens when the character, your character right now, has the helmet that you want, the Fast MT, yeah. but it's got the full visor rather than the half visor. Exactly. And you go to hit load preset. What happens to the Fast MT and the visor? Yep. Yep. yep There's yep, yep, no yep, way. Yep, 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 yep. And I hope I'm wrong. There's no way it's not going to be you buy a bunch of fucking duplicates yeah. or a and bunch of things, errors. And then there's like other, like there's existing bugs we have in the game that I know will conflict with this if they don't address them. For instance, in the preset system, it doesn't account for, it accounts for what trader level you have. If there's something that's only sold at level four Jaeger and I want to put that on my preset and I go to buy it, it will buy it. It will buy it from level four Jaeger. 
But what it won't do is if there's an item that's level four Jaeger, but also required a quest to unlock that item in the preset system, that item, it'll default to buying it off the flea because it doesn't do a check. Because like standard level four Jaeger is that it doesn't have this item and it doesn't do a check to see if I've... So like that's a bug that's in the game right now. So like that's, yeah. it, this is going to affect it. You know what I mean? So it's like... And there's a flea market button. What does that just pop up? A pop up over the top. That's the flea market pop up. I don't know. I don't know. Stuff if... And it goes into your inventory. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's so why, that's why like the, the way that I designed it was if you want a preset, buy everything for the preset, put it on your character and just hit save. Yeah. But the issue is still, then I die and I want to load that preset. I hit load on your thing and it loads it. My, all of my concerns come after that point and I click buy. Like, like load me up with this presetting. And all my concerns are, well, wh how is it handling what I have in my inventory, what I have available from traders, the trader. The only way, the only way it like, can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. So th those and, are. And like, part of that. Definitely not saying the UI couldn't be better, <laughs> but all of my concerns for the system happen post UI. No matter what the UI is, when I click put this preset on my character, that's where all my concerns come because. We already have so many bugs involved with the gun preset system, with the traders, with the, if you try and buy something on the flea market right as the traders reset, you it it says that they're out of stock. Even if it was in stock when the trade before the trader reset and after, if you do it right when the trader reset, it says it's out of stock and you can refresh and it'll never refresh. You have to completely go back, 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 back out to the <clears> menu, <throat> then rebuild the gun. So it's just like, there's so many bugs we have already and so many bugs so that ignoring, could happen. Ignoring the bugs, what you're talking about is like a design challenge where it's like, at some point they have to make the decision. Yeah. You can't please everybody. There are some people that want to buy a new voodoo. Yeah, because yeah, they yeah, don't. Yeah. I already have that gun in there. I'm saving that for later. True. Don't take true. the voodoo off of that. That's true. Right? That's true. So there would be people that would be pissed that you just took apart their gun that they were saving for gunsmith that they put in their case. That's you know also what I mean? so, true. That's so also you true. have. So you have to make it's like you when you design these things, you have to basically come up with a. These are the rules. Let's try to do it in the way that we think is the most yeah. common, the most reasonable, which is why mine was, um, you know, it just made a bunch of assumptions and like, that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, yeah, it you has know, when to. When people are like, I wish when you hit sort, it did this. And people are like, well, I'd rather it do this. And I'd rather it do this. Well, why don't you just add 957 drop down and check boxes? And then it's like, well, now it's just as complicated as if you did it manually. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't please everybody. Yeah. But what we, but we, we need to obviously find the sweet spot. The thing is is that they don't even think about any of those things. They implement yeah. it without thinking about any of the edge cases and then shit's half broken and half thought through. Yeah. And yeah. So So yeah, load our preset system. Uh once again, I'm not not excited about it. It's something we've been asking for for years. I'm excited about it and I'm glad they're working on it, but I'm just it just scares me just knowing how a lot of these things already interact, making that more complicated. Woof. All that matters is that there's less clicks. Yeah. If there's less clicks and less errors. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's a better than what we have. Yeah, true. true like true, true. ultimately, because I don't think we're ever going to get like perfect flawless systems. Yeah. They'll never just do the way that I implemented it two years ago. Yeah. Because that would be too easy and also would be too good. Too beneficial. Um, 
they showed a screen of a new like kind of party system showing like if your friends are online or offline. It, they, it was like a little tease. There was like a badge for somebody that was in the arena or like had arena access. It was kind of cool. Nothing crazy. Uh, they showed some new guns. They showed, I don't remember what it was called, but it was like uh, a new AK. Sick, dude. I'm so stoked. <laughs> dude, I actually, the AK-12s are sick. They showed like a submachine gun that was ca that was chambered in what the Val and VSS are chambered in. Now my 39, I think. I love SMGs yeah. so much, so I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, the AVT, which I have seen before, but I don't really know what it is. Uh, the underbarrel grenade launcher, finally being able to put on the scar. We've had the scar, and we've had the underbarrel grenade launcher that fits on the scar in-game for a while, and they showed that happening, so that's kind of cool. Uh, and then they showed off a new sniper rifle, the VSK. Never heard of it. Looked dope. Don't know what it shoots. Oh, I actually, they said 7.62x54R, so Mosin rounds. It was a full auto Mosin. Yeah, that's what he said. I don't, which is like... He called it a sniper probably, rifle, but then he said it was full auto. It, isn't it like the um, the SVD? I don't know. VSK sniper rifle. Uh, is a Russian bullpup. Straight pull, bolt action, magazine fed. Oh, wait, that's a different one. That's... 12 that's seven that's by not, 55 yeah that's not no so that looks like the precursor to the val kind of thing yeah i was thinking about the one that was literally like i think it's the svt which is basically like the svd um in other games i think oh this is it yeah 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 this is it the vsk 94 oh wait but that's that shows that as chambered in nine by 39 Oh, yeah, I guess I don't know. We're talking but about two different that things. That picture looks exactly like the picture they showed. I don't know. Maybe they're making it up. Um, <clears throat> or maybe I miss. I probably just the AVT is the 762 one. Okay. And the SVT is the 9x39 one. Maybe I just messed up my note taking on the guns. There's one that's like the kind of the precursor to the vowel. Yes. Um, the VSS kind of thing. But then, yeah, then the, the, the AVT is like the SVT. Yeah, which like yeah, yeah. In, in most of the World War II games, um, I'm, I'm literally picturing with a fucking bayonet on it like the last time I used yeah. that gun. Um, and it's historically, like in those games, they tend to be like big caliber semi-auto. Yeah. But yeah, this is full auto, just like, you know, the mini, you know, the mini 14, M14 kind of thing is in real Damn. life. It can be full auto, but yeah. So new guns. Cool. Once again, I don't think anybody at this point is like elated about guns anymore. Um, I mean, I, I I'd be love <laughs> to see how busted the recall. Like, given the way the game feels right now, they they'll be unfireable. I I predict, yeah, but yeah. Um, we'll they talked about the custom armor plates. Now, this was really interesting stuff as well, um, because uh, this is something that they've broken up into multiple features and a lot of people have gotten confused because they think that all these features are the same thing. So there's three features when they've talked about this before. There's customizable rigs, which is your ability to just take a black rock and say, I want one by threes instead of yeah, one by twos. Yeah, I want to I want to be able to put, you know, 40 round mags in a black rock. As I understood it from the podcast, that feature has been indefinitely postponed. They said we'd love to get to it in a DLC, which in my opinion is a W because there are so many rigs in the game. Of course, I think it would be cool to be able to customize them. But like, yeah, but who fucking who cares? cares? You know what I mean? 
<laughs> I, I die before I open up my rig or before I yeah. reload a fucking yeah. magazine. So it's so, irrelevant to me. Of course I would love that. But like, I think that was a good thing. The other two parts of this equation that are coming are the advanced hitboxes, which mean you could get hit in the armpit and take flesh damage because your armor doesn't cover it. That I'm 50-50 on because I think it would be cool, but I'm just very concerned, especially with all the blunt damage and collateral stuff that we deal with right now. I just like, I feel it, like I'm just going to gonna me, get... It's more. it's more bugs, more yeah. shit that's going to be... It's already hard not... enough to justify good armor. Yeah, it, you know it's, I mean? it's hard. It's... It's too hard to know how things work, why they work, why we died. Yeah. Now it's just going to be, there's going to be a hundred more explanations as to why you got one tapped with the caliber you didn't expect to be one tapped yeah, through the yeah. armor you didn't expect to be one tapped. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be fraught with bug. It's just way more complicated than it needs to be. And I like, it just got 10 times more complicated. And in my opinion, it needs to be 50 times less more complicated. Yeah. Um, so, and then the, the third part of it is the custom plates so what they showed was like we have a gazelle and in this instance there's a plate in the front and a plate in the back so like us being able to say this gazelle is busted and then get back to my stash and just take the plates out and put other plates in and in one of the images they showed um oh in this image the plate on the back was 9.4 out of 45 durability. And the plate in the front was 45 out of 45 durability. So that completely changes how armor is. Right now, your armor gets zeroed. It doesn't matter what direction it got zeroed from. You, you're, That armor's done. But if you get shot in the back and your that plate gets zeroed or takes a bunch of damage and you turn around and face that opponent, you've basically turned around and reset the fight because now my armor is good again and I've faced them. So I'm, yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried that rather than the rig like rather than the gazelle being like you know eighty thousand rubles it's going to be the gazelle container is forty thousand rubles yeah, the front and the plate plates. is thirty thousand yeah, yeah. and the back plate is thirty thousand so now like i just feel like everything's going to be more expensive no for sure because and that's the question is like what is the economy around that can i put whatever plates i want in them can i take can i find a slick and take those plates out and put them in something else like uh, oh, how God, much are those plates? Who sells them? Are they found in raid? You take all the class six plates and put them in like the fucking level one armor. The packa, or, like, dude. Yeah. Like put all this. Yeah, that'd be fucking. That'd be hilarious. hilarious. But 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 once interesting stuff around like imagine a labs raid where well, some of them. I mean, it depends on which are plate. Like some of them are plate carriers. Some of them are not. Yeah. Plate carriers. Yeah. But like imagine yeah. a labs raid where you're like instead of taking armors and stuff off raiders you're taking plates out and like you can you can get more out or something like that like that, that would be kind of cool or or you have your stuff set up the way you want and you kill an enemy and you can take the plates out of his rig uh that's like call of duty wait <laughs> but that's also how it works there's but it's also like real life yeah that's also how it works i did a video with brownells about the plates and we held up a bunch of them they look like that that's not a video like and la, 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 it's Call of Duty. La, 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 <laughs> yeah, man. Whatever. Um. Anyways. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh, the big question is, can you hot swap plates in raid? And I'm conflicted on this because I fucking hope so. I'm conflicted because, like, just the the it's gonna be the visor meta. The Alton Visor meta, it's just going to be bringing a thing and six extra class six plates. 
And if I shoot at a guy and he gets behind the door and I push him, he's already swapped out to his plate. He's not hurting anymore. Boom. But on the flip side of that is if the raids get longer and we want to stay in those raids longer and we have bigger maps, I would love that. I would love the ability yeah. to reset myself and find more meds, find more ammo, find more plates and stay in the raid. So that's interesting. That's interesting to me. Um, I mean, every time I ever went in with a wrist tee and I brought a second face mask, I, I oh, died same. to a stomach shot. I've never worn a wrist tee and not died to Magnum Buck to the stomach or to the yeah, legs. Yeah. yeah, no. So I'd like... I would love it if if that was the problem that people were bringing in a bunch of extra things and living long. Like, yeah, I'd be I'd be fine if that's the thing, right? <laughs> the, the the problem is is that that becomes the meta. It, everybody does it, but only two percent of the fucking people actually like pull off the swap. Yeah, it's like you have to. It's like you have to run nine nine five. Yeah, in order to compete, but you never shoot a bullet of it because yeah, you're dead before yeah, you get yeah, to yeah. shoot it. So it just means everybody's broke except for you know. Yeah. The or people that play in one particular way. I hadn't thought about this, but literally somebody said in chat fixes the whole thing for me. Swapping plates should be an animation as long as the CMS. Maybe not verbatim to that, but if it's as Take long it off. as long as long as Take it's not control out. click, control click, and like literally one second, I could be pushing you, and you could do it mid fight. You know what I mean? Like, but an animation, uh, an a ten second animation, a seven second animation means like. Similar to a CMS, right? Because because you could have made the argument. That's actually a really good point. Because you could have made the argument that the CMS was OP if you could just drag, like the old healing system where you just drag over something and it insta-heal. Well, of course, if you were fixing black limbs that quickly, but what makes the CMS a great addition to the game is it extends your value in raid, but it's a, but you have to make decisions. Mid-fight, you might want a CMS, but you retreat. You know what I mean? So like... So if, if it was an animation, if it was a 7, 8, 9, 10 second animation to swap out your plates, I'm cool with it. That would actually be sick because it gives me a reason to stay in the raid longer. And I'm down with that. You know what I mean? I'm totally down with that. So the, yep. the plates, cool. I thought that was cool. I'm glad that they're cutting the custom rig features. Um, would love it eventually, but I think the custom plates kind of cool. Uh Hideout stuff, they showed some animations that they made for, like, each of the little things. That's cool. And then they talked about how they teased in the in the very first thing they did, the trailer for the dynamic loot. The screensaver, or sorry, the, the background image of the PC that guy was on was a screenshot of Tarkov in the hideout. And there was, like, a weapon stand. And you could, like, put weapons and, like, display them on your hideout. So. I missed that. Wait. Yeah. So, is that on YouTube? Uh, yeah. Well, whatever there, whatever that little thing is, wherever that little trailer is, I don't know if they put that um up there. <coughs> um, now, not that that really does anything. Um, it's just that it just displays. Here, I'll send you. A screenshot. Uh, whoops. Um, not that that really does anything, right? It's just like that's kind of cool too. Um, well, yeah. See, like that was um, originally when I was doing my shorts, like quality of life shorts. I had um, like all of your presets 
would be mounted on the wall. Yeah. Oh, wow. I literally just looked at that and skipped past it because I just thought it was yeah. a... Because that's not like a menu. in-game? Because it's not well, it in-game? Like well, no, no. It's just because it looks like... Oh, yeah, it's yeah, a gray, yeah, It's a gray square. I thought that was just another window behind oh, the window. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was a wall. But yeah, like I think you should be able to have all of your presets. They should show on the wall... Yeah, that would be, be cool. able to walk up on your hideout and just be like, click build, and it would just buy everything and assemble it right yeah. away. Yeah, and I don't know if that's like extra storage if you add the weapon stand to your hideout, because it looks like from this UI, his inventory is open. His stash is open, so it looks like he's taking a gun from his inventory and putting it in on his weapon stand. So I don't know if it's just saying, I want this weapon displayed on the stand, or if it's actually like physicalized extra space for guns. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Huh. That would, it's like a separate container. Yeah, that you like that, that that you go via the hideout as opposed to buying one from therapist. You like upgrade this thing, and you can upgrade that to maybe a few different sizes and put some weapons in there. I don't know. It, who knows? You know what I mean? Like your stash should just be for all the fucking junk. I mean, eventually they they could definitely make it so that like your stash. Oh, I'm not, I'm now thinking about it like like those games like like even Minecraft or um, Rust or whatever where it's like. You have a box for like one type yeah, of Mac, yeah, a yeah, box yeah. for another type. So you're like, walk over here, drop a couple things in. What you know, like as long as you can click through things quickly. Quickly, it's not like the worst in the world to it, be like, let me, let me take. You end up doing a bunch of like, let me move this gun over to here and let me yeah. put this over here and whatever. But I mean, like, it could be it fun. Could be fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It could also just be a <laughs> fucking pain. It in the could, ass, yeah, it know, could be knows. made. Their argument could be made that it's like that's stupid. Just let me buy a weapon case another web case but there could be an argument that like it's a cool way to like add to the size of your stash through the hideout without just the purchasing of the extra stash size of like yeah like yeah. you know what i mean there's a med station too where you can like depot some meds and it's just a little bit of extra space or something so who knows you know what i mean it could just be a visual thing where the stash was there to literally just say i want this gun and this gun shown there and you're not transferring anything who knows but that I just mentioned it because that was the only other hideout related tidbit was that little teaser in there. Um, <clears throat> the other big thing is the arena. They showed a new trailer. God, the new trailer was sick. Showed off the kill cam quite a bit. Um, and it, oh, I'll, I'll watch it while you're explaining. Yeah, it showed off the kill cam quite a bit and like that vision. Um, it showed four maps. It showed the. What's the what's the game? Con isn't Contract Wars the original one they did? They did one recently. That was one of them. That was one. Yeah, in the past few years they did another one, and it was what was it called? Um, there's another game. Uh, there was the browser game, which is Contract Wars. But then there's one on Steam right now that you can play. That like I played when it came out. It was like a it was a thing. Hired, hired ops, hired ops. Thank you. Hired Ops. Dude. I remember playing Hired Ops and playing like the woods map and being like, oh, this is cool because this is a lot like woods. And then in the arena trailer, it was that woods map, that like altered woods map from Hired Ops. And I was like, yes, because I thought that map was so much fun. So like the maps are cool. Every weapon is like a weapon nobody would use, which I find to be hilarious. Um, well, the first well, the first one I just saw was a P90 and there was zero recoil yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I know the P90 is pretty good, but, like, this was zero recoil. <laughs> yeah. Like, this was, like, a streamer streaming zero recoil cheats is what yeah. that looked like. So, hopefully. Yeah, I don't know. But um, there's the four maps. 
which are awesome. The I still am confused about a lot of things. The currency, the UI, can I build my own kit or do I have to pick one of these random things? I don't know. Confused about that. Confused about how it connects to the main game. Confused about what rubles are for. But God dang it, it just looks fun. I just want a PvP with less consequences in Tarkov. The freaking shipment map looks so sick. Oh, dude, the community. You said there's a kill cam. Is it the thing that has like the little? Yeah, the camera? little camera things. The little recording. It says like recording, and it says like the teammates. Like all that stuff wouldn't be available to you while you were playing. That's definitely. The kill cam. <clears throat> oh. Um, it just looks. I guess it just looks like. Yeah. Like it. Like all they needed to do was record gameplay and then fucking overlay a PNG. Yeah, and, yeah. Oh, now that's what a kill cam looks like. Yeah. Um. So I don't I know, man. That's what it was. <clears throat> looks sick um the new teaser was sick okay some other things they talked about with the arena they said they specifically talked about a new quicker matchmaking system that will hopefully come to tarkov after so that's something that i mean that's something we've talked about a million times i even saw people in chat talking about it today where it's like i just wish that i could get into tarkov faster so them talking about like, cause that's what we've always wanted. That's been the hopium. That's been the copium. They hired this other team. They're building this other game. They're building it based on everything they've learned from their experience. And they're going to be able to take some of that tech and implement it. That's what we've hoped. This is Nikita literally directly saying that calling out. We've built a new matchmaking system. It's going to be much quicker. And if it works, we're going to bring it to Tarkov. Once again, might be copium to think that that would ever actually happen. I don't know what the time frame is, but it's at least an acknowledgement of another issue in Tarkov that the arena could potentially help solve. Will it happen? Dude, I don't know. But I was just, I'm glad they're talking about it. You know what I mean? I'm glad they're acknowledging that it sucks dick to wait eight minutes to get into a raid to die to the guy who spawns 14 feet from you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so yeah. It's crazy. Every game you play, every game I play, every game. I'm, ama I'm amazed where I hit start and it's like matching to. Dude, player's been found and you're fucking in the game and it's like, I've oh. been so much more aware of how much time, like, you know, the matching bug where like you get, it's just matching forever and you have to alt F4 and if you don't know to alt F4, you get stuck. I have several times gotten the matching bug, alt F4, requeue into the game and gotten the matching bug again. Literally. And then I thought, oh, I was going to say it wasn't the matching bug. It was just matching for no, a long time. I got the matching bug again, alt F4 again. And then got right in the third time. I've had that happen. That happened to Jay the other day. Today we were playing. We today we were playing. It was me, Airwing, and Valiant, and we were all stuck on synchronizing for players, all at different percentages. Valiant and Airwing deployed into the raid three minutes late. I was stuck on synchronizing, and I had to alt F four. So they got in the raid three minutes late, and I got in five minutes after them. And so I've just been so much more aware of like how much. Time. At least he didn't get spawn killed. Yeah, no, no. You know what's funny about that fight? They spawned in late and immediately got into a fight with a two-man. And they were like, Jesse, come on, come on, come on. We need you, we need you, we need you. Okay, and it was on streets. And it was the one by courtyard. So it's the one where you spawn, you jump out the window, and to the left is the car. And like yeah. the, people spawn by the car. Dude, I'm 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 loading loot. And Velian goes, spawn in, jump out the window, and just run across the road. They'll shoot at you, and you will, you'll know where they are. As soon as he said that, I spawned in. I jumped out the window and I just bunny hopped across the road. The guy went, tried tracking me. Valiant popped up and head tapped the guy. And I was like, what? 
it was hilarious, but I was like, what is this fight? I was like, we we use the fact that I spawned late to win the fight. Like, that's the, that's the status. That's Tarkov in a nutshell. Tarkov. Use the fucking issues and flaws and yeah. problems with the game to, to, to get ahead. To get ahead, yeah. So... It's like the United States tax system. Um, am I right? Politics? Am I yeah, right? Oh, zinger. Um, anyways, 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 anyways. Matchmaking system, new, improved, faster, better, harder, stronger, coming to Tarkov. Tell me I'm coping all you want. I don't care. Uh, bro, this was huge. Custom games. They talked about, dude, they actually like talked a decent amount about how like they're adding like a whole editor I'm not, I don't, I don't imagine like a map editor like Forge. I'm just saying like the rules and the time and how many opponents maybe, you know what I mean? And they, they literally are setting it up in a way, which was a great little like, like nod to like evasion and Sigma and all these little orgs. Like they were like, we want you guys to be able to run cool tournaments on your own without us. And I was like, that's awesome. So that's sick. And then he said that they're going to be running their own tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, I think that's cool, right? <laughs> um, I think it's cool and I'm really glad they did that they mentioned again uh, the obscurity of we will the server tick rate will be that of competitive esports titles I don't know what that is lol yeah lol uh, he did not give a date which I was really really hoping not like a not like a date for arena release but I I was at least expecting that we're like gonna start beta testing it in the next month. But we didn't even get that. Fucking lol. What? Oh, God. No, I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. But they, but he said... It was kind of weird how he said it. He... I don't remember the... I don't remember what he said verbatim. He said... Um, he said something along the lines of, like, they have plans for, like, Tarkov and Streets and some announcements. He was like, stay tuned. We want to release it. I don't. I didn't think it was gonna release next month. I thought that they were gonna say it was gonna start testing. Like, don't talk, come at me like it's stupid. They said they wanted to start. They wanted to start beta testing it in autumn. Me thinking that eight months later is at least possible isn't insane. Um. Anyways. So yeah. So basically, all that to say, there's no date for Arena. No surprise. And then they showed the Chronicles, the first episode of the second season of Chronicles of Rigi, which was very much so arena focused. It was like Rigi in the arena. And they showed off that feature that they talked about where like the two teams teamed up and didn't want to kill each other. And at a certain time frame, they like released Killa and Tagilla and a bunch of the other AI. I don't see that being an issue. The people want to play this game to kill each other. I don't under like I, I don't see a universe where we're teaming up. I didn't really get to the fight. impression that, that that's why. Like, it's exactly the feature's not. Yeah, the feature's I guess not there for that. It's it's like it's like the anti-camp measures. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like it's the the last 60, 90 seconds of every game is when they come in, right? It's like the final circle where there's airdrop and not sorry, like. Yeah. I don't it, know. It seems to me like a kind of feature where in. In PUBG, you know how there was like the random bombing zones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like randomly, they're just going to come in and fucking get in the way of your gameplay. I don't think it's there to change. It doesn't they've, make any sense. They've talked about how it's there to like, like if a round doesn't end quick enough that towards the end of it, it's like, it's like to get people moving around and like they can't just like sit in one spot. It's like they've. Yeah, I don't think that's I, it's, that's like brain dead. Make the timer go to zero and you fucking lose. I don't understand. Like yeah, what? I don't know. Um, so yeah, 
Okay. Once again, still still exactly as many questions as before as to like how the currency works, what the connections are between Escape from Tarkov and Arena. Uh, am I going to be able to farm 700 million rubles on streets and then just buy whatever I want in Arena and steamroll anybody? Like I, I, I don't. Nobody's been. Nobody answers that questions. We don't know. But the trailer was sick, and we all want it. We just want Arena. Um, I'd rather than build it rather than act in it. But you know. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'd rather oh. than build it than fucking act in it. Check W. Hey, oh. Um, and then we can just bullet point through a bunch of the miscellaneous stuff he said throughout the podcast that didn't have like big conversations. Uh, someone asked about recoil. He said, Yes, we we are we want to redo recoil and we already have documentation and a plan. But he's like, I but we're, it's still not finalized because he was like, I still kind of like the recoil, which just blows. He made it, he made it, a, he mind. made it a point. He made it a point to point out that, uh, yeah, he likes the recoil and it's like, which I don't understand because he shoots guns so much. I, I just mean, like, I don't know. He just, uh, I, I don't, he just doesn't, I don't understand. I want to ask him. He probably only uses like mid to high tier modded AKs like and shoots single shot. I don't, dude, I don't know. But that's what there's I'm no saying. Can, like that, there's that, no, that, there's no yeah. way he can grab an AK in the game and shoot it and it goes boom and be like I like that when he's at the range and he's like and I'm just like I don't get it I don't get it yeah I mean well I don't know um recoil they said they want to change it I freaking who knows man um they showed off the new blind fire animations uh which was pretty interesting because it they look like all I want to know is if can you fucking I know I know same that was my first question too the animations look much better because it actually looks like you're going to be able to reach around cover. Blindfire right now is like a 45 degree angle. You have to like look like it's really actually hard to get it over top of something. And this looked like much better horizontal and vertical. I completely agree. Please let us move while doing it. Who knows? Um, dude, rapid fire stuff that I'm super excited about. We're going to be able to set our own priority for what we want healed. We've talked about that before. We're going to be able to toggle helmet lights. That's uh, there's not really a reason to use those. Uh, we're going to be able to double-click consumables and use them. Yes, dude. I want that so bad. I throw my golden star on the ground all the time. And in Marauders, they did it perfect. You just open your inventory, you double-click, and it uses the medical item or the drink or whatever. I'm super excited oh, you about like, that. You, like, miss the use and you, like... Yeah, I you right click. Discard, yeah, uh, and I'm trying to do it fast because I'm going to fight and I accidentally click discard and I just throw my golden star on the ground. <coughs> Or whatever. Um, so I think that's awesome. Double click to use. Uh, and uh, quick swap to sidearm. He said it's coming too. So very excited about that. That's you mean the feature that they already have? In the game? Yep. Yeah, yep. That. Um, um, ba -ba -bam. That's something Clean has been telling Nikita forever now. Just like, just make that the fucking default, dude. Yeah. Oh, I mean, same. I've been saying that since they added that. Yeah. Uh, he said something about a new ammo loading station and I think nice guy reached something about new ammo loading and I think nice guy reached out for clarification. It's not ammo loading animations in raid. It's like a hideout thing. That, Probably so that you can like alternate bullets in your bag or like put tracers in the last three. Maybe. Or something. I don't like, know. I don't want to judge it because I don't know what it meant, but I got excited because I thought it meant like mag loading animation so I can look around while I'm loading my mag, but it, it's not that. So Sag. Uh, the ability to manually change the brightness of scopes, uh, which is nice for night vision. Uh, reworking UI quests. Oh, the reticles. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, reworking UI, quest skills, stuff like that. Uh, he blew by this really quick, but he said bipods and weapon mounting. In my head, the Call of Duty weapon mounting system is flawless, right? Being able to just like, it's sick. So that would be, but I, that's could not my, ex could be dog yeah, that's shit. not my we'll expectation at all. But yeah, we'll have to see. New Lightkeeper stuff he wants to keep secret. And then he talked for a little bit about how they're cutting features. Because um, Nice Guy had recently done a video basically where he laid out everything that's ever been spoken at any point. And Nice Guy was like, I'm not saying all these are coming to the game, but this is like, here's everything that they've ever talked about. And then Nikita referenced it and was like, he made that video. We're not keeping all that stuff, which is very obvious and understandable. So. Um, um, so really, really, really quick, because I just see a bunch of people in chat talking about this. Yeah. When I built Battle Buddy back in the day and I was doing a whole bunch of testing with my like simulation, um, I actually did a ton of testing alternating. But like I asked a bunch of people for like, oh, if they'd want to see, you know, like armor pen bullet, flesh damage bullet, armor yeah, pen yeah. bullet, or if it was like three armor pen, three flesh. And I will tell you that 98 percent of the time. The time to kill was identical. Yeah. So like you're you think you're going to be clever with your meta shit. Yeah. And it's a giant fucking waste of time. The only thing that's meaningful to me is using tracers to indicate either you want tracers every yeah. other bullet or at the to indicate the end of a mag. That's what's useful. Not like changing up some cool pattern between flesh damage and between. Yeah. It's the only other thing that has a use case is because of the stupid recoil. And it's if you like, because 90% of the recoil you're going to feel throughout the entire mag is in the first five bullets, you can top load the recoil reduction mag. So like in a P90 SB193 is minus 22 recoil. And then you could go the other 40 rounds with SS190, which has higher pen. I've seen people do that, and it actually, it's too much work for me to be bothered doing it, but it, it that can make a little bit of a difference. But, but yeah, the, the TTK is largely exactly the same, yeah. Um, in, a, in a realistic, like, simulation where a decent chunk of the bullets hit the left arm, then the right arm, then the chest, then yeah. the stomach, then the left arm, then the left arm, then the right arm, then the left arm pins into the yeah. chest, then hits the stomach. Or, like, you, you do that five raids in a row, and you end up, blowing all of the good ammo on top on scavs and not which ammo do you bring to top load if you shot the good ammo and you killed a bunch of scavs and then you don't have to get them then you're top loading with the bad ammo anyway and you spend all that time so i agree it no, just, it just more ultimately options, averages out yeah more options more better i'm not saying i'm mad and they didn't even say that that's what the feature was for we don't know what the feature is for i would imagine yeah. it'd be something like that but yeah um <coughs> excuse me but that was the podcast. That was the Tarkov TV Live. Uh, yep. Call me a shill. Call me a copium addict or shill, optimistic or whatever. Um, I just thought it was like the best podcast we ever had. They spent more time talking about the things that we mauled about on this podcast than in any other podcast ever. It was much more transparent than they normally are. Normally, the answers we get are literally... Normally, the answers we get are literally just, we know and we're working on it, LOL. For yeah. five years, we've been asking about the desync, and they've said, we know we're working about it, and then, then they actually showed us stuff. Oh, someone in chat mentioned something. I forgot. One of the just miscellaneous things that he confirmed is still coming is shoulder switching, which I, I was wondering if that was going to get cut, and he talked about that being still a thing. So I think that's dope. I want that really, really bad. Um, so that's cool. So, yeah, so I thought it was good. 
it's all falls under the umbrella of I'll believe it when I see it. Um, but, uh, but if I guess to say it say it this way, if you ask me to create a list of things that I'd want to see done in 2023 for Tarkov, it's the stuff they talked about in the podcast. So we'll see if they get it done. You know, Streets was next wipe for literally three years, so that doesn't mean yep. it's coming this month. But at least they're talking about the stuff that we want and that we've said we want and that we've said Seems is like, the most broken things. Yeah, their priorities are are yeah are finally are kind strong. of in line with the yeah. players. Uh, yeah, so he uh, would just come down to fucking off of uh, Jupiter with his. Uh, opinions on recoil then i dude, think we'd probably it, be pretty much one for one wait, wait, for, yeah uh, <laughs> so true though so true um so yeah so uh so that's it that's the podcast interesting stuff we'll see what happens over the next i mean freaking weeks months we're already halfway through april 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 um yeah i don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about nope there was uh there's some stuff we can talk about next week just like some pvp related thoughts that i had but we're already at two and a half hours people have been saying they've been like loving the longer ones which i find hilarious and we just keep going longer so i'm i don't care i love it i mean yeah no it's common to love the longer ones they, yeah the longer ones are normally more satisfying <clears throat> i've got enough to <laughs> um yeah, i'm feeling comfortable so uh so yeah this will be uh, live on Monday. Um, it's Thursday. Thank you guys for hanging. Thanks for checking out the episodes. Um, super excited for hopefully the future of this game and Magic the Gathering and Diablo 4 if if these patches suck. So, yep. So, yeah. Thank you guys mm -hmm. for hanging. And we will definitely see you all on the next one. Peace. <laughs>